All right. Right. We have a podcast that we talk about a video game on. I can't think of a, a good intro. Has one of you two got a good intro this week? That's assuming I can stop coughing long enough to do the intro. <laughs> you haven't got it. You've been tested. What? You've been cleared. Actually, I got a letter back or saying that we can't trust you. those results. <laughs> have I been tested? Yes. Have I been cleared? Not so much. Have you been tested by a competent person and a good test? Well, mm. those are all strong, strong factors that I can't answer at the moment because I don't think so. Ha ha, lol. I'm sure I've got something written down somewhere. I mean, what, you can't think of a way to make fun of me in parody? Parody? Signs point to no. Oh. All right. So what do y'all think about this? <clears throat> Welcome to Two Times on a Hunter, the only place where you can find the famous Nintendo man and Purdy, and the infamous no one respawns in real life, and the only place to get all of your Destiny nonsense in one place. Now, on with the show. The only place to get it in one place. Mm. I think you should say place one more time. No, no. Why don't no, you start no, off no, with, this is the place. No. Welcome to Two Times on a Hunter. Okay, here we go, here we go. Okay, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> this is Welcome to Two Times and a Hunter, where you can find the famous Nintendo man, the not-so-famous Purdy, and the ever-infamous No One Responds in real life. Sorry to disappoint you this week. Uh, Robot Respawn is in for repairs, but luckily this is the one and only place where you can find all of your Destiny nonsense in bulk. Now, on with the show. Did you hear all of that parody? No. Mother... Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback and you can contact us either by email twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Why don't? Why didn't we just um, kick off with, "Hi, I'm Night Demon. I'm the British guy. You guys, you can introduce yourselves." No. He's not respawn, and I'm not the facilitator. Parody. That's right. Here to facilitate this podcast. Um information all things he's he's the angry emoji the first one was the uh eyeglass emoji and uh i'm the third emoji because that's how this works i've got the glasses respawn screaming at you and uh night demon has a monocle all right let's i've got to close that down because otherwise that's just going to distract me looking at all the all the bounties you could be working on all the things you should be trying to finish no, up before the... the season ends no i'm on top of this you're talking to me Remember, right. I'm so I'm guessing you got the fallout video of the checklist you got to do before the season's over. Hey, I'm telling you now, Fallout gets his information from me. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you hear that, Fallout? 
I really hope you leave this in the podcast. He doesn't listen. He doesn't. <laughs> listen. He doesn't listen or care. Although I, you know, I did learn he's he's fairly local to me, so I could theoretically go uh, not hunt him down at his home because that would be what we do to respawn. But could could theoretically run out, run into him out in the real world to be like, hey, you're an internet person in the real world. That's fun, right? Now, um, unfortunately, boys, there is no ro- robot respawn this week. So. <gasps> For shame. So you are going to have to actually just be respawned all by yourself. So I'm going to have to talk like this, pretending to be robot respawn. That was really bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you pronounce every Stop word correctly. Yourself. Yeah, right. I pronounce, yeah, Parodi. No, he doesn't even say Parodi. What does he call you? I don't know. Purdy. You keep saying it's Purdy. 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 You're Purdy. You got some pretty lips on you there, party. We're already up. Yeah, it's a bird. That's the important part. That's so awesome. Well, I'll give you an update on my um, Google Stadia. um, Oh yeah. um... Oh yeah. How's how's that been going? You've been you've been consistently playing it, or just dipping your toe in every now and again? Well, no. I mean, I've come to the realization that I cannot play it when I'm at home because I have such a slow internet connection that I can do podcasting without video chat and i can play xbox games sometimes sometimes <laughs> so where have you been playing stadia at work yes so i, I, t- I took my laptop and my um, controller to work today and I, I tested google stadia and it works absolutely perfect i can get on the the website click the button and within two minutes i can be standing in front of spider it's amazing. That's marvelous. That's better it, than what I can do on the Xbox sitting in my living room connected to a high-speed connection. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if you've got a really good fast connection, then it's worth getting, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I keep looking at it going, it might be fun or worth it. But then, of course, as stable as things have been in this last like week or two, I've been like rebooting my router every second or third day, and I'm not even sure it's my router's fault. I think it's just... The world at large is finally starting to break everything. <laughs> I sat down to work one morning and I was like, that's interesting. Nothing is uh, nothing is loading. I seem to have no internet anywhere in my house. That's exciting. Or for some reason, half the devices in my house have internet. And the other half have decided that the internet doesn't exist. And that was the last year sometime. Internet's overrated anyway. Let's be honest. Eh, who needs it? Anyway. Um, so what do we got going on next? So, oh, I got to pull so up this week at, at Bundy. We're uh, staring into the sun and looking at this big giant spaceship headed towards us. You're just skipping ahead. No, that's no, that's it. That's all we're doing. No, from, no. from the social uh, media, that's all that I can see going on in Destiny this week. We're all staring at the sun, going at the big ship headed towards us. Sure, hope this big robot we've been uh, working with all season is going to help us out here. It doesn't just say, turn on us. "Eh, I'm out." Bunkers, are, bunkers are actually just spaceships are going to blast off, and he's like, "Peace, I'm out." You guys have fun with this whole, uh, you know, world blowing up thing. So, Let me see hello, and welcome to the show. I don't know whose intro we're going to use, but you've obviously heard somebody's intro to introduce us three. We are here mm-hmm. every week for, as Perry D would say, to facilitate uh, the information giving of Destiny. And we're going to kick this week off with something we always kick each week off, apart from the rambling that we cut out 20 minutes before, next week in Destiny. 
and Respawn is going to tell us what is happening next week. It says City of Roanoke, West Virginia. It actually says West Virginia. So not Western not... Virginia? Because it's in Western what? Virginia, but not in West what Virginia. What has that got to do with Destiny next week? It says West <laughs> Virginia on here, okay? Well, then... Well, I mean, you are looking at a map from Florida, so I really shouldn't expect oh. much, I guess. Welcome back to Geography Chat. From Canada. <laughs> Can you, if Why, you want to be specific. Just, what? Just Because the Canadians make up our schedule. That's why. Um, you okay, do the so Destiny podcast. Yes, it's get to the that final bit. week for Season of the Worthy. Claim and equip your seal, earn your weapon, and complete any Worthy quest before the season ends. Scorched and Showdown return to the Crucible, and the Eds becomes the weekly flashpoint. We have a flashpoint. Did we call Eds? I think we called Eds, right? I called Eds last week because, or was it the week before? I've given up now. You yeah. called the week before. I think he and I called last week. No, no, I, last week it was, no it told us, no, last yeah, week it, it told us it was going to be Mars. And yeah, then, last week Emperor wrote the, wrote the yeah. next week in Destiny, and this week, uh, Hey, at least we have two weeks in a row that it was written. So yeah. that's something. Yeah, we can't even play our own game because we can't remember what we picked. <laughs> We're not very good at this at all. No, I remember. We're not. I remember. <laughs> no, you don't. Shut up. If only it was recorded in some way we could go back and listen to. So yeah. oh, Scorched great. is where you just jump around with the Scorch cannons and kill each other, and then you have no yep. abilities or other weapons. But showdown. What is showdown? Is it like ten paces, know. turn and fire? No, no, it's not like that. It, question, I've never I don't, played it. I don't know what showdown. But somebody is. explained it the other day, in when we were playing together. It's a, uh, from what I understand, it's like um, control. You get your point, and they get their point, and then you try to get the middle. But then, at some point in time, it becomes like oh, defend the flag. No, if they capture that, that was parody last week explaining. That was parody last week explaining things poorly because he forgot halfway through which one he was explaining. Yeah. So it looks like now, of course, it, it probably doesn't help when I when I you know look up showdown. The only links I get are to Crucible Labs. Oh, I remember Crucible Labs. So it at least used to be. Uh, it looks like a. I mean, at that point, it says you know a four v four clash basically which i'm guessing is maybe wrong because it's not 4v4 anymore but i don't really know showdown's not one that i honestly remember please stand by while we have a few technical difficulties right not technical just uh none of us have ever heard of this game mode <laughs> apparently <laughs> yeah uh so i don't think showdown actually exists as a game mode because the only thing I can find is, is Crucible Lab stuff from months and months ago. Yeah, and even when you search Destiny 2, it just pops up Crucible Labs from two years ago. Um. Yeah, so uh, it, it's a game mode in Crucible. You, you run over here and you shoot the lads, then you run over there and you shoot the lads, but not the lads on your team. You want to shoot the other lads. I, so I, yeah, so it, at least at that point, it, it, it looks like it's like 4v4 Clash. Is what it was at some point. I don't know what it is now. But it might be three v three now. It could or be. It, might be it could be nine nine v nine big team battles. You know, who knows? You know, if you're interested, five, five spin it up and see what happens. Who knows? 
Maybe hand cannons only. Maybe last word only. Bum, ba, ba, bum. No. There should be no last word. Okay. Yeah, no, no, this is any easier. In this mode, players are assigned to kill as many enemies as possible. The player who stands tall after the third round wins the game. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. And apparently neither does Bungie because... <laughs> You're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> and and uh, no, usually when you're like, I'm going to search this and find things, and they're like, no, we've we've uh, we've actually redacted this from the internet right. as a whole. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let, let's just move on from this train wreck because we obviously don't know what. Yeah, we're, we're going to cut all that. Train out. We're, we were trying to research it. It's not our fault. Google doesn't have the answers this Google. time. Google, okay. Google. Google. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that because I swear you went Google. Mm-hmm. I probably right. did because I turned away from my my mic and because I have the noise canceling on. If I'm not looking directly into it, it could make weird noises. And it's not our fault. Google doesn't have the answers this time. Okay. Showdown. Final answer. It's about getting as many kills as possible, and whoever wins, you know, three rounds first wins, and you're in a team. The end. Okay. Respawn. What? Can you just say radio for me? Radio. And then Gaga? No. (laughs) Okay, it's just going to be Radio Google. That's fine. (laughs) Oh, dear. Whatever you're planning, you can do it on your own. I'm not facilitating whatever song you have in your brain. Not intentionally, anyway. No, I can't be bothered to do a song. It's too much work. All your fans will be disappointed, though. No, it's too much work. I'm too tired. Mm. So what are you doing this week in Destiny? You, you doing all of, your, all of your bounties and you're hoarding them? Like the hoarder that you are? Oh, I've been doing it for the last couple of weeks, yes. I've been picking up all the weekly ones because if you didn't know that the Crucible and the Vanguard ones and some, I think sometimes the the Drifter ones uh, are different weekly uh, bounties. So for the last couple of weeks, uh, like Zavala and Shax will have kill things in Strikes and Crucible with Void kills and maybe get like a Cabal uh strike boss kill and then the next week it'll be kill things with arc and get a fallen boss kill but why the weekly bounties nintendo man because they give you more xp ah more xp than what everything else or just one other thing do they give you the most xp they give you the most xp and bright dust for ah the week yes so you can pick up like arc solar and void if you do them in, way in advance and gotcha. sometimes they have different things that they say that you know go and do this go and do that like uh, one of the crucible ones was get i believe it was solar kills this week but last week it was like void kills and it was um help you know um friendly fire not friendly fire um assist assist your teammates and get you know a hit on somebody and then they get the kill kind of thing um, and then this week it was just get wins, progress the bounty even faster. So they have different ones each week. So you can stack a lot more weekly ones. 
I didn't yes. know that. Also, this week at Bungie! This week at Bungie, we took to the sky! Ever since the season began, the Almighty has been hurtling through space on its collision course with Earth. The Cabal are not known for their graceful defeats. Every day we spend preparing our long-lost Seraph to mount a response, that derelict destroyer rockets ever closer to our home, spelling certain doom for the last city. Rasputin is at full power. We're as ready as we'll ever be. Now, eclipsing our own sun as a stark reminder that a great threat approaches. Eyes up, Guardians. Is it eclipsing our own sun, or is it just a tiny blip in the distance in the sun? It's not tiny. It's not tiny at all. It's not eclipsing, but it's not tiny either. It's tiny when you look up at it. I know it's big when it gets here, but... <laughs> no, no. When you look at it through a scope, it'll take up your whole scope uh, reticule. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a good chunk. Is it, it just doesn't eclipse anything yet. So for people that don't know what's happening, what, what, are, you, what are we discussing here? Cause... We're discussing the ship that likes to eat planets and kill stars is now being repurposed as a giant battering ram for Earth. We destroyed its star-destroying capabilities, and the Cabal are very unhappy with this series of events, so they're just going to ram it right into us. Cabal. No, I was talking about what you were actually looking at, so if you can... if. If you can stand in the tower, you look up at the sun, you can see the almighty, a little teeny weeny almighty over the sun. You have to kind of zoom in as Respawn was alluding to, to actually see it. But it's there in game this week. Yeah, I saw Ibantis and Paul Tassi put out some articles and things on it. Of, hey, here, here it is. And here's how you can see it. And take a screenshot, dump into Photoshop and you know, play with the levels. You can see it better. It's coming to crush us. So put all your things out of your vault, into your ship, take them to the farm. We're all moving to the farm next season. We're all going to be farmers. No more last city. No, it'll be fine. I, I mean, if you think about it, it's probably got as much mass as our moon. Eh, actually, that might be a little extreme. It's got enough mass to cause an Ellie event. Okay? It, I don't think we're going to last. I'm an XO. I'll be fine. You're what? I'm an XO. I'll be fine. You humans, though, uh, nice knowing you. Do exos need how? How do exos stay alive? Because we've seen Cade eat, but we don't know Robots. if he's eating because he likes noodles or because he has to eat. Do exos actually need external energy sources? Yeah, we're solar powered. We're good. Uh, <laughs> or we just so when the Almighty hits us and puts a dust cloud in the atmosphere for I don't know months and months and months, you'll be able to survive on that long without solar power. Yeah, because ships. Hmm, that's a fair point. No, I don't remember. Actually, we all have uh, ships. Just get on the ships and leave Earth. Let's go to Saturn. I hear that's a, a bumping place, right? Yeah, so now do we think there's going to be any point to this? Or is this going to be another, another seasonal thing with a storyline that doesn't actually go anywhere? And the next well, season starts, and we all say, hey, remember how the all money was coming to kill us all? And there's a big giant uh, pyramid ship on the moon, and Aldrin's uh, hanging out somewhere doing something. And yeah, yeah, storylines? No? Okay. Well, let's find out. Uh, Bungie says, what's next in the TWAB? All right. What is next? Destiny has a shared pastime for long enough now to have established some strong traditions. Like, not Each year we've been in... Like, what? 
Like I'm not finishing any storylines. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that might not be the case this time. You're probably correct. But let's try to give them the benefit of a doubt. Even if it's pointless. Anyway, uh, long enough strong traditions. Each year we spend in service of the Guardians. We can mark our calendars by the next development milestone we'll reach or the next event we'll attend to spread the news. Hold on. Next development milestone we'll reach or the next event we'll attend to spread the news. And like Parody says, completely forget that you have a storyline. Some of us have had the remarkable privilege to travel the world and meet some of you fine people and talk about what comes next instead of what should have already happened. This year finds us all in a scenario that puts us all very far from business as usual. Basically, all flights originating from our tower are grounded. Development of Destiny 2 continues, only we're all working from the safety of our homes. We do have some exciting news to share with you about our plans, but it won't happen at some fancy convention under hot lights. Instead, we'll use the interwebs. If you're familiar with the rituals and cycles that mark a year in the life of a guardian, you must be curious as to when we'll begin a conversation about what is next. We can't put a date on that just yet, but we will very soon. That's a promise. We know you're hungry for that news, and we're just as eager to deliver it. Keep your eyes trained on Bun. Keep your eyes trained on at Bungie for updates. We'll stream our announcements in the usual places. You'll learn about the next season of Destiny Two at the same time that we'll talk about the next chapter in the story that has been unfolding all year long. At Bungie, that's a Twitter thing, right? When it says at, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm when assuming you, that's Twitter. When you when you mouse over it, it says twittercom slash Bungie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's too much news. Now. We're diving deep, and I don't know how much longer I'll be able to go. My voice is starting to give out. I was going to say, to be be honest, you you really don't need to carry on. This week at Bungie, there's not not much at Bungie to talk about. They, as Respawn's just kind of read that little bit of a blurb, they then go on to talk about what they've talked about for the last three to four twabs, saying, you know, we've been listening to your feedback. We've then gone over in these various different twabs saying, right, we've addressed this because you were talking about this. We've addressed this because you were talking about this. And that's it for the twab this week. There's really nothing to it normally. No, they, they, they absolutely put the, you know, bury the lead and put the, the most important part at the bottom where you can get the prospector either from going to Zerd this week or by claiming your Twitch, your Twitch rewards for your Amazon Prime subscription and get the prospector that way. So you can get all sorts of prospectors this week. And then that's the end of the twelve. Well, you get a prospect and a prospect versus skin, right? Well, as as we're on the Twitch Prime rewards, why don't you tell us what we are being able to get this week in or this is it this month for Twitch? Uh, I think I don't remember. It says you know they rolled out this week. I, I feel like it stays around for a couple of weeks. I don't know. If we were professionals of this, we would tell you, but we're clearly not. So, if you haven't already linked your Amazon Prime to your Destiny page, they have a you know place to go do that twitch.amazon.com slash prime slash loot slash destiny 2 it'll give you all the good things if you've already gotten your soros and your uh lovely connection of emblems and things we got a couple weeks ago this is like the i think the fifth or sixth one they're doing now i think there might be one more after this i think they did prometheus lens at one point didn't they they did yeah so they've they've done the soros they've done the uh the the petting of your poultry your prometheus lens and then your s'mores emote bundle so if you've gotten all of those 
you can now add your prospector to that because this week, if you you know go to the usual place, hit the button, go visit Amanda, she will have the prospector, the exotic grenade launcher for you. It'll have the Belvedere ornament with it, the Hecuba S exotic sparrow, and then the pintail shell, which is a legendary ghost shell. So you can add those to your collection. The prospector is... I don't know where the grenade launchers are sitting in the world right now. Respawn can tell us all about their raid worthiness. But the prospector will absolutely melt things. It's an arc exotic uh, grenade launcher with a perk that I'm going to look up because I don't remember what it is. <laughs> but you can absolutely just lay waste to strike bosses, any kind of boss, anyone, especially when arc yeah, singes up. If you don't, if you don't have a spike... Things. If you don't have a spike, um, spike grenade, grenade launcher, uh, the prospect is going to be the next best thing for you as far as boss DPS. Okay, yeah. So, so it does have the in- intrinsic perk, the excavation, which you can hold basically hold the button to fire a bunch of grenades and then release them to detonate all the grenades simultaneously. So you can use it to lay traps. And it, ha- and it comes with the augmented drum for a larger magazine size, the full auto trigger system, so you can hold that button down, uh, increased stability, and uh, greater blast radius. So, yeah, you can. It's again, it's great if you if you have a, a, a arc boss, you can just absolutely melt that boss with a prospector. It's absolutely absurd. What and frame is it? Up, what uh, yes, uh, I don't know. You know, I should just go to light GG and and it will tell me because yeah, because if it's adaptive, me. then it wouldn't have received the nerfs that grenade launchers did. Um. And it would still be a really strong candidate for boss DPS. So let's see. It has the. Where does Light GG tell me? Oh, the grenades also stick to surfaces and set targets on fire. So, you know, there's that too. Right. No, it doesn't say what kind of frame it is. It's an exotic frame. Rounds per minute 165, so that tells me it's probably a rapid fire frame, which means it did receive the nerves. Yeah, I mean it's got the yeah, it's got the full auto. That's no, no, it it wouldn't it wouldn't have it wouldn't have received nerves because it's an exotic, so it was separately tuned. Remember? No, not when they did the the mass grenade launcher things. Yeah, I don't think so. They did. They said that uh, Prospector was individually tuned or not in the um, tuning. All right. All right. He's the only one who remembers things. Right. The rest of us just frantically Google as we come across things we don't know. Like professionals. You you had me because I didn't know what kind of frame it was. But an adaptive is 120. So if it says like 166, I think. Yeah, 165. Then yeah. It's most likely rapid fire. And if they if they did nerf it separately, I don't know. I don't know what nerfs it could have had, but um, yeah, it, 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 it's still a, it's still a good choice for boss DPS. Yeah. Might not be the yeah. best, but it's it's good if you don't have it's, anything look, else. Look, it's a free exotic from signing up for your Twitch rewards if you are uh, got yeah. free, free exotic. And, and Shax has a or not Shax, Zer has a role for it this week as well in the tower. So if this comes out before a reset and he's still there, you can pick it up from there too. Basically, Bungie really wants you to have the prospector. They give you two ways to get it: one by playing the game and one by not playing the game. So get the get the gun inventory you'll appreciate it going forward what's great about this that i that i do enjoy about the prospector over anything else is you hold you hold the trigger down to to tag an enemy with all these grenades right and then as soon as you release the trigger they all detonate simultaneously that's fun to watch it is 
Yeah. If you're sneaky, you can also lay traps for people. <laughs> that's a little harder to pull off. It, no, isn't it? Don't you use, like, what's that raid one? Uh, the Anarchy, I think it is. Respawn, have you got that yet? <laughs> that sounds like a hard no. <laughs> every week i do that damn raid every single week and i've seen two to three people on my fire team get it because still doesn't have fosco fosco doesn't have it i think he does have it shout out to a what was it krogat krogat last week got like two exotics out of two runs or something like first try or something like that no no he got the exotic sparrow and the anarchy from that raid Oh, in one okay. Run. In one run. Okay. Yeah. Well done, uh, sir. Well done. Well done. We, we, we I don't even have the exotic sparrow. All of respawns are in G. Just use it for yourself like you yeah. should. Good man. So, yeah, as, as we, were, we were discussing before, the Twitch Prime came up. There's nothing really in yeah, this no. week's trial. Uh, normally, at this time before an, a season comes up, there's oh we're going to be tuning this or there's a hint at this or there's going to be this possibly this might happen but we've literally got nothing at the moment it's like this time they're actually going to leave us in the dark about what's actually happening i mean we've got one more twelve before the season ends which is next week so they may have something in that they may have a trailer come out just before they may not this this seems very strange for them to go down this path of not actually doing anything this week i mean maybe they're just all really busy um they put out a, a like minute and 13 second audio clip onto twitter that you know other folks jumped on to to look at because the, the waveform is of a pyramid ship they put that out yeah and that might really be interested that might, link in the show notes and that might be the start of some ARG or some, you know, there might be something to that or there might not be. It's hard to say. Most likely isn't. You say that, but then they did that back in Destiny 1 and it was like the little bugs flying around your head. Yeah. We'll there see. Was... If there's uh, That's honestly kind of half the reason I jumped into the game this morning before we got on after um, playing long enough this week to look at the Eververse emotes and deciding if there's anything I needed to buy. That's essentially all I've done to see if, yeah, maybe because after I saw that come out and I saw uh, you know, a couple of folks doing videos on what could it mean? And I said, well, you know, let me jump in and play a couple rounds of Mayhem and just see if there's anything, you know, anything weird going on. Any, yeah, any infections happening, any, you know, in-game anything happening. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, Seavery kind of thing, Rasputin, uh, possibly. Right. But it, it's honestly nice. I like Seva so much. Maybe it's just a visual thing because everything Seva related looked badass. Right, and mm-hmm. then there was that Seva raid, which was fun as hell. And then you had the Seva pulse rifle, which we have in D two. It's like I don't know what it is, but Seva Seva gets my blood pumping. I like Seva, you know. Yeah, the the Seva Syntheseps ornament is one of my favorites. It just looks amazing. Yeah, the Seva chest piece ornament for the Tickle sticks is also very nice. Yes. Yeah, but like Nineteen was saying, it's basically uh, here's links to the last five twabs we wrote. Uh, finish up the seals if you haven't. You're all muddy, you're flawless, and you're conqueror. And then here's the big list of things going away that we've already talked about and covered. There's not really any, you know, anything new in terms of 
issues or anything else. No. The, the only two known issues they link is the bonus clan bounty is not getting progress from the ordeal nightfall completions on Grandmaster, and Zavala's authority ship shows the left engine thruster before the ship appears in orbit. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> digging digging real deep, it's like there's a visual glitch on this particular ship. Okay, cool. I mean, they do say there are some people still having issues with the lie quest. So if you are one of those folks, go to the help forum. They are trying to, you know, get that worked out because that's one of the things that goes away from Season of the Shotguns here, which I'm calling Season of the Worthy, Season of the Shotguns, because basically here's two shotguns. You should go get those. Beyond that, eh. I mean, all and of our, all add, our yeah, stuff goes away. But do, do you guys not think that it's quite nice not knowing what's coming in next season? It's quite exciting that, I mean, it's, something's going to happen, but it's just nice not, you know, not actually having to be data mined. And I'm the, delighted not to know. I'm happy yeah. that we don't, they haven't found here's every last thing and here's the six weapons you're going to get. And here's the, like, I like turning on a game and going, okay, what's happening? Yeah. And not knowing, you know, because I, I don't even go out, like, I don't, you know, the, the data mine itself, is, it's like trying to avoid spoilers for a movie back when there were movies and we could go to them. It's like they're out there in the world. Like I try, you know, I don't seek them out, but they find me. Or, you know, again, I'm on a podcast and we talk about them. I like that it isn't everywhere. I like that everyone's not like, oh, here's here's the next thing that's coming up. But here's my opinions on them already. It's like, let the game come out. Let me play the stupid thing and enjoy yeah. it for what it is as opposed to going into it. Because, again, just like with the movie analogy, you see movie trailers for six months. By the time the movie comes out, you're like, "Oh, that was it." That's yeah, yeah. Forever. I like. I like the whole. I'm happy to know, go into it. They put something and they don't tell anybody, right? After let's say a week, nobody sees something. Bungie will be like, "Hey, uh, y'all might want to check out uh, IO." You know, during a um, uh, you know, during a particular time of day, perhaps a particular case. You know what I mean? Just you know, drop a hint. If we haven't yeah. found it within a week, drop a hint. Well, haven't right? found it. The, the Bungie community always finds it, no matter how <laughs> remote it could possibly be. Somebody finds it. People like Froggy and you know Squirrel. They they're all over things like this. They're like someone has oh, already I fell down a it. hole and I found this, and this now leads <laughs> to this. And it's like, it's like yeah. yeah. When will the rest of you see it? We don't know, but it's coming. It's yeah. a thing. It's here. But I, I was thinking about this, that maybe that the end of the season for our season, so next week or the, when the, the Almighty kind of gets here and we actually do whatever we do or Rasputin does whatever he does, is then leads into the next season. And they don't want to spoil it with trailers and things just yet because it reveals what's actually possible in the next season. So it may be like... I mean, there have been people that have been reporting like a glitched tower, haven't they? Where some of it has been kind of damaged. Uh, there's like a whole chunk of the side missing out by Zavala. If you look down at the side on some loadings when they've loaded into the tower. So it, it could be something like that. Like it's a world changing thing. Like we've discussed a couple of weeks ago that something happens like the almighty destroys a part of the EDZ, which then in turn, stops us from doing something or opens up a different area and need easy. Yeah. yeah something happens with some stakes to it. I, uh, again, I, I, I'm excited to find what's going to happen. And yeah, I would like to, I would love to, if there was something, something that actually mattered, something that actually had some stakes, something that actually changed the game in some way. 
Mm-hmm. Even if, you know, even if, it, you know, this is not where they remove something. If, if it's like, Oh, you know, when the almighty passed by, you know, we'll use Titan as our example, you know, Titan got, you know, knocked off course and we only have the next, you know, for like for the next season to do things on Titan before it, you know, spins out into the ether or until it, you know, falls into the sun or, you know, in, insert reason that Titan is going away here or, you know, whatever, whatever destination, even if it's not a, you know, like half the tower gets destroyed, you know, if it puts in motion something that's going to have some stakes, it's going to sort of lead to the removal of something or lead to a, a major world change. Because we haven't yet, we haven't had that. It's just add, 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 add. There is never, you know, they haven't actually taken, I mean, heck, they brought the moon back. They haven't <laughs> taken anything away. I'd like to see something go away. You know, even if not, if it's not in the blink of an eye, just, you know, here's an event and a story reason for this to no longer be here. Yeah. And I was when I was listening to Abontis on the Last Word podcast, he was saying that the pyramid ships that you're they're tracking in the bunkers, if they work it out correctly, by the time I mean I know the bunkers are going away next week, but in theory those ships would have tracked to Titan as you guys were alluding to a couple of weeks ago, that that should be the start of season twelve, which is the one in September. So Titan go boom. maybe Titan go boom. Maybe not. Maybe then... we finally get to fight the sea monster on Titan. IGN's fire team chat this week. We're talking about the, the Almighty coming crashing down to Earth, and you know the possible repercussions of that. That you know the Red War is is definitely over at that point. You know the Red Legion are, are completely done with whatever they're doing in the system. Does that mean? Like the the Red Legion events suddenly disappear, like you know the Cabal drills that we suddenly have. Oh, we know this is the Red Legion burrowing into Nessus, burrowing into uh, the EDZ. Do those events suddenly just disappear because of the story beats? You know, we maybe we get something else as a public event in its place, but things like that will slowly change. That it's not the Red Legion in those specific areas. Maybe it's Siva. Maybe something happens with Rasputin. Siva is let out. And don't, don't do some that. of the don't, don't give me hope, but you know what I mean. It's just he's the war mine bunkers are on the moon, EDZ, IO. It has potential to then bit then tie in with the Siva, maybe, maybe not. But you know what I mean. It's just, I think maybe the whole secrecy about what's actually happening at the end of this season then ties in with next season, which then ties into the grander scheme of things. Of I know it's not Destiny 3. But it it feels like it's a Destiny three in Destiny two, if you see what I mean. We're having the sunsetting of the weapons, which pretty much what happened with coming from Destiny one to Destiny two, they went, your whole vault's going to just blow up. You're going to have to start again. Pretty much the same now, you know. They're saying, oh, your exotics will carry over, but you're pretty much going to have to start again with earning these weapons. And yeah, they may come back over time, and you'll rediscover them with different perks and different things. It it kind of feels like it's it's a Destiny three inside Destiny two, with the world changing and what Luke Smith was saying. You're not prepared for what's actually going to come next, and if they can pull it off with how the game engine works to to kind of completely rectify the whole game, uh, like they've they've said that they used to they've done with um, World of Warcraft, where they completely destroyed the whole world and restarted again within that game if they can pull that off within destiny 2 and have it like be destiny 2 but destiny 2.0 or 2.1 version 
that's going to be interesting to see. I see where you're going with that, but I'm hesitant to actually be that hopeful because I don't want to be disappointed. But you can, you can see where I'm coming from. Is that you know we're, yeah, we're getting no, the sunsetting sun of the weapons. From. They're saying mm -hmm. that you're not ready for what's actually happening next. And, you know, the big story beat of these pyramid ships feels like it. that is the part of, like, Destiny 3. But it's actually going to be built into Destiny 2 story. Yeah, I know. But but like you said, uh, you know, it sounds like they're building hype. But you're not ready for things that come. And so many times I've, I've fallen victim to the hype only to be disappointed. But I don't want to fall victim to it again. You know, be like, oh, you're not ready for what's coming. What's I'm sorry, coming? So you are on the wrong train. This is the hype train. <laughs> we are dragging you along, kicking and screaming. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. I have no objections to that. And, you know, from your perspective, yeah, okay, sure. That might give reason to hype, right? But I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fall for it again. They've, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, you know, you suck. Maybe that's you. why they're not saying anything, because they don't want to kind of get people too hyped. They want people to be excited about it, but not too hyped. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's I'm, I'm waiting for another, you know, Forsaken or something like that. So, so, something impactful coming. And either... The pyramid ships are going to hit, and we're going to have that new enemy, which is going to be dope, or the Almighty is going to hit, and maybe that's going to change. Maybe not hit. You know, get close to it. Something, something happens with the Almighty to change our world as we see it. But I feel as though it's just more of the same with something added on. And if that's the case, I, I'm going to be kind of disappointed. So I'm trying not to get hyped about it. I just I want to wait to see what happens and then get hyped if it's if it's something worth getting hyped over. I know. I know. I'm the bad guy. I'm always the bad guy. No, I mean yeah. I I'm I'm kind of there with you. Like I want I I I want to see some payoff. I want to see some payoff to some of these stories. Again, I don't play Disney for the story. I'm not here for the for all the story. The the bits and pieces I get from lore when, you know, I watch people make videos and tell me about it are interesting to me. But none of that's, I mean, yes, there's some of it in the game, but nothing in the game really matters. Half the time when I'm doing events, I forget what even the event is for. Like, why, <laughs> why are the cabal drilling? Who cares? Or cabal, they drill things. That's what they like to do. Why are the, the fallen, you know, collecting? Because eh, they like to. It's fun. It's bright and shiny. Like, who, who cares what they're doing? It, it's run over here, the lads. But uh, I would, you know, because none of the big story things ever go anywhere. And no, I know no, we've, they we've, don't. We said this before many, many times. It feels well, like. Well, hold on, hold on. We can't say none. We can't say none, because when when Queen Mara sacrificed herself uh, during our fight with Oryx, right, that did come into play later with her chilling in the realm to help us out, right. So, at the very least, one so story the, element off did the next come into play. Later. So, come September, maybe some of this will pay off. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, you're right. For the most part, the the storylines just get cut off, and and we get no resolutions. Right? I'm totally on board with that. Marisov, I think, is the one exception with the Dreaming City and that whole thing. What I think you've got to do with this year in particular is take this year with, um, give give Bungie a little bit of a grace. You know, give them like this was a year. I am. To go and, I'm not I know, I'm just saying. Just. just... <laughs> 
just get yourself sorted yeah. and then give us something good in September because this was the kind of year of overlap. We're getting rid of Activision. We're going out by ourselves. This kind of stuff was all kind of probably still in the pipeline as I've heard on many podcasts and YouTube videos. So September should be Bungie only. This is what you're going to get. And if they can deliver with September, then I think, you know, we're in for a good time. I mean, hopefully you should get your Hunter Vanguard back. That story beat should be filled in. They've had enough time to do that now. You know, it's it's been two years since Forsaken. Yeah. Has it been two yeah. years? Has it been like 400 years since Forsaken? Speak, <laughs> speaking of Cade, Hush, like a decade ago? If you don't know Hush, if you don't know Hush, Hush put out a Cade 6 tribute uh, this past week for a video. I, everything he did inside the Crucible had something to do with Cade 6. So if you're missing Cade like I am, might be something that you want to take a look at. Go watch Firefly. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Uh, check out Path. Oh, wait, no. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're missing Cade that much, I'm sure there's a, a program in America called The Rookie that he's on. And you can sit and listen to his voice. And yeah, but that's not watch Cade. That's, not, that's the actor that plays Cade. It's not the same. That's the same you to know? me. Nathan Finnegan, Finn, Finn, that guy, no. right? Yeah. Oh my word. Oh Nathan, 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 Nathan Finnegan. Oh, Nathan that's Finnegan. What I Pretty bad that the hunter can't remember the name. I said Finnegan. Why are you? Uh, I know you said Finnegan. There was an old man named Michael Finnegan, and he had hair that grew on his chin again, but that is not the name of the actor who plays your hunter Vanguard. Uh, <laughs> Fillion. Nathan F. Something. We apologize. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, we don't. For response, lack of, for response, lack matters. of knowledge. The management. I don't care about his real world name. Have he has nothing to do with him. Forever and ever. Amen. I don't care that he was the captain on Firefly and Serenity. Well, okay, I lie. I do care. But he's still Kate Six. Canadian Kate Six. <laughs> Canadian Kate Six. So, yeah, that, that that's it. That's your 12 for this, this week. There's not much in there. And. No, not not much to talk about. Parody's covered his known issues with like two lines of dialogue, so he's not even getting the music this week. I've oh. the last couple of weeks. I think he's just been very lax with the music these last few weeks. Now, granted, there haven't been that many issues either, so it's like by the time it spins up, it's basically over. <laughs> but it feels like you've been slacking there, buddy. Oh. <laughs> he says to the man who puts together the entire podcast <laughs> and edits the the the, the everything. Mm-hmm. But oh, I, I tell you something though, we do yeah, have a treat for you this week. I don't think Respawn so. has got a double segment for you. There's no rant, as far as I'm aware. He hasn't said that oh, it's going to be a rant. Right. Nothing to be ranting about. But you've got the Respawn's report roundup next, and then I afterwards don't. you have a lovely treat. And then we've named—I've named it Story Time with Respawn, and this is Respawn's segment. <laughs> okay. I'd just like to put one caveat in there that the management do not have any responsibility over or any control over what actually this law segment is. So, yeah. This week I kept it simple. I just kept it related to Fell Winter's Lie since it's what's Relevant. happening now. Yeah. I think after this, I'm going to I'm gonna start looking up Cade 6 lore and, and, and Zavala lore and... Um, 
and that's and it. That's... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's three weeks, and then that's it. He's done. Yeah, Icora. No, he doesn't. He doesn't want to do Icora. He's like, no. I'm surprised. She's dead got, to me. Surprised as all got top billing over Icora, or you know anybody else. Sweeperbot, um, the guy walking around the tower welding things. Well, no, I, I was going to do the Vanguard. After this, I was going to do all the Vanguard. Uh, the Vanguard okay. leaders, yeah. So I, uh, I'm not okay, saying Sweeperbot isn't in the works, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I have nowhere to go, right? I don't have the lore books, so I have to go online and find the different kinds of lore. But this week is Felwinter's Lie. After that is going to be the Vanguard. Stop maybe after that, it. just get to the, you know. The, the roundup. Get to the roundup. First, I actually have to find my report roundup. You do. I forgot to do that. Well, while you do that, I'll I'll play the music. The roundup is here. Fell fell winter's lie and sunsetting clarifications, comma leaks. Cosmo, my favorite intellectual. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Pinnacles are legendaries and will share the same max power level lifespans based on when they were released. Reddit link. They've seen the feedback around build crafting and how players feel that master working is going to feel far too expensive if the gear you put in the materials becomes no longer infusible a year or X months later. Thoughts will be shared with the dev team. Max power levels will be shown in season 11 but won't actually be reached until season 12. Keep the feedback coming. Uh, they're definitely sharing all of the feedback from players asking to not introduce max power levels as well. Reddit link. On a quote from Bungie Weekly Update prior to Dark Below expansion, that time players have invested in their stuff should be respected. It's hard for me to speak to this since it's even older than my time at Bungie, and I'll have been here five years in July. As community managers, we are extremely careful with what we say. We try to be as accurate as possible and respect the vision of an entire studio and future proof. Our comms sake as much as possible. It can be tricky at times since Destiny is fairly complex. Is A... No, there's no A. It just says it can be tricky at times since Destiny is fairly complex game. Verbatim. That is always evolving. Uh, back to the point, the game has changed significantly significantly, blah, in the last five years, and it's pretty obvious at the moment that TWAB was written, we weren't forecasting out all of the possible timelines for the next five plus years to come, Doctor Who style. Infusion changes are what the team thinks is best for the game's health going forward. We try to welcome any and all feedback on why you believe these changes won't be good for the game, and we'll continue to share those thoughts with the team. We'll continue to give details on future plans, and if anything changes, we'll let you know. Reddit link. Question, uh, guys. I've got a quick question. Yeah. I feel uh, just, just, no, no, no. Sorry. If you click on the, if you click on the link, Doctor Who. That's not even Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. It's Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah. Which makes more sense of the different timelines. Yeah. Good job, Bungo. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know. My voice isn't doing the normal things because it's, it's straining because I'm sick. So that's, uh, that's marvelous. For everybody out there, try to stay awake. 
I'm trying to make this exciting, but I mean, that's Cosmo. It can only be so exciting, right? Um, <clears throat> also, uh, Infusion. Infusion's been around for so long. I'm, I'm having a hard time remembering how we leveled up weapons back in D1. Do you remember? Or did they all just drop at whatever light level we had at the time? Didn't we infuse things there, but there was the cap, so you could only infuse things like your VOG weapons up so high before you had to leave them behind? Right, but how did we infuse... Did we infuse them with other weapons? I can't no, we remember. we had to infuse them with light. Light, that's what it was. Okay, there we go. Um, and then we had armor... other things that we had to use after that when they got bored of making us do them with light. Yeah. I, Sorry, I mean, you know what? No, no, you're right. There's no reason to apologize, because I asked. But, um... That was a million years ago. Yeah. I don't know why they have to keep changing things that weren't broke to begin with. You know, we have to use weapons as well as infusion material. We're not going into the section. It's a different section. Huh? Carry on. Okay. Armor will come from specific activities like Crucible and Gambit, turning in tokens at the vendors. But you'll get weapons from the world loot pool listed in the TWAB from doing those activities or turning in tokens at vendors. So... For example, you will always get Crucible Armor from turning in tokens to shacks, but you might get the Gambit sidearm for turning in Crucible tokens as well. Reddit link. That makes yeah, so this, sense. so this brought to mind a question when I was listening to Massive Breakdown this week, because they had the sort of the same thing. Do we think this means there will be no no more weapons that are like specific from those vendors anymore? Because they're all yes. just going to the loot pool? Yes, that's right. It's just going to be those weapons in that loot pool for gambit strikes and crucible you can get it from packages you can get it from the end of game rewards they can get them from just random drops in the world rahul gunsmith those are your 30 weapons that's it right yeah yeah well, yeah I so coming that it gives me yeah. something to do with my crucible tokens all four stacks of them <laughs> i never spend <coughs> Damn it. Okay, skill is not factored into classic mixed matchmaking Twitter link. Uh, the new engrams will drop in the world. Cool. You'll have to wait and see what they look like. Twitter link. Oh, these are the redacted have, ones, aren't they? I suppose so. They have no plans to add max power levels to exotics. Forums link. Max power level to exotics. What? So the redacted oh, engrams always... are the ones that you can curate by taking them to a specific vendor and getting uh, a better chance at getting uh, a good roll on armor or weapons. I believe yeah. that's right. what the redacted ones were. Yeah, the whole focusing mm -hmm. thing. And someone that was, was asking, are they going to be a different color? Like, yes, probably. But they're saying, you know, for once they're not saying, hey, here's what the new engram looks like. Here's what the new everything looks like. At least not yet. Right. But they don't. Let us DMD Fell Winters Lie. Bugs suck. Plain and simple. I think I can speak for most anyone at Bungie when I say that it hurts to see stuff like this ship. We absolutely want to build amazing experiences from beginning to end, but that just don't fly the right way sometimes. We're working on improvements internally. We definitely see the bugs shipping and how they're impacting the experience. This isn't a matter of test specifically, mind you. I have to applaud our folks on the amount of bugs that don't ship. This one in particular, we're kind of even having issues in reproducing it internally. 
Sometimes it's tools, sometimes it's timelines, sometimes it's random things we could never have caught in our limited amount of dev time. Thank you for your service and helping get the community step done. Hope things get back on track quickly. Reddit link. Sometimes we luck out where something can be fixed server side. Other times we strike out having issues identifying the bug, developing a fix, or end up finding more bugs during the testing. Stars aligned for this fix. Couldn't hit the server side, but the issue was identified rather quickly and fix was straightforward. Team kicked ass. We absolutely didn't want this to be something that was blocked for the remainder of the season. Reddit link. It was an awkward interaction between a private quest instance and a public destination. Reddit link. The team does a lot of work to replicate the environment you play in. Far more bugs would make it through these steps if these steps weren't taken. That said, something wasn't right here. We probably won't be releasing a deep dive on exactly what went wrong. It was a moment to learn from so we can prevent bugs like this from happening in the future, which is awesome. Reddit link. On the future, if there is a weapon currently available from the Vanguard, the Crucible, or Gambit that is not on the list provided in the TWAB, get it before it's gone. This is more a note for collectors. Some weapons will have a new max power level. Others will not. Twitter link. Can say that there aren't any changes to scouts and rocket launchers planned for season 11. We'll continue to pass on the feedback. I wanted to make sure that we covered hand cannon snipers in the future tuning callouts. We'll make sure to note that scouts and rockets are just as important. Twitter link. God, I do miss having scout rifles be a thing. Epion. Bungie never comments on so-called leaks and rumors about the future of Destiny, whether it be to confirm or invalidate them. I have lost my place. There we go. When it's time to reveal, it will be via Bungie's official channels. If you're told yes, but Bungie employee confirmed it, it's simply wrong. Twitter link. That is all for the roundup. And now you've been rounded up by Respawn in his roundup report. That's right. Oh, oh, hang on a second. I've got to go and get my drink and, and, uh, and a comfy oh, chair. Okay. I was just about to say, everyone grab your drink, you know, you know, curl up your chair, grab a, grab a pillow, grab a nice little blanket, you know, sit, sit down, cozy in, because now we're going to get some Respawn Story Corner. I do apologize if you hear me snore. Just just shout at me in the headset. No, the, this this week's lore isn't very long. It's just like four questions. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm surprised you didn't do it on the Guardian Stuck on the Almighty since uh, since British Man put out a video about it last night about the Guardian Stuck on the Almighty trying to disable a trap of some sort. I didn't listen to it. Um, like I said, I just looked up what Fell Winter's Lie was because it was the most relevant, yeah. in my opinion. Mm. Carry on whenever you're ready. Mm. Waiting on Demon to get back with his chair and his coffee. Yeah, he'll be back eventually. Oh, I'm here. Oh. See? I've been I just said, if, I hear, if you hear me snore, just shout. 
Oh, we thought you were going to. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. All right, so here we go. Um, This week's story time is about Felwinter's lie. Actually, that's not entirely true. It's more about Felwinter than the lie. Uh, so I have some questions here. Number one, who is Felwinter? Two, why is he significant? Three, why is Rasputin targeting him? Four, what is the lie? All right, who is Felwinter? Felwinter is an Iron Lord. He also happens to be an Exo who is constantly being targeted by an unknown being. The being constantly targeting him was none other than Rasputin himself. Why is Felwinter significant? Ever hear of Felwinter's peak in Destiny 1? Well, there you go. That's it. No, <laughs> no just kidding. Felwinter's peak is named so because that is the point in which he chose to build a fort and fight back against Rasputin's constant attempts at homicide. Why was Rasputin targeting Felwinter? Well, because Felwinter was not just an ordinary exo. He was Rasputin's avatar. In other words, there are loads of Rasputin's golden age knowledge buried within his own head that he's trying to dig out. Knowledge that he knew would put him in further danger if anyone aside from Rasputin ever found this out. And finally, what is Felwinter's lie? It is not the shotgun. It is that Felwinter is not only a guardian, but also part Warmind itself. And that's it. That's all I got. So if you were put to sleep at the story time, wake back up again. Because it's over now. That's right. So obviously, the one that requested the lore, I know that wasn't delivered as well as Bife does it or the other guys. I I have to catch up to their. their yeah, grace. I mean, you didn't even didn't even put your voice down like two octaves to uh, talk about the lore with your uh, speaking of the lore corner there, buddy. I don't know what you're no, I, uh, trying to pull over here. Didn't uh, I'm, I'm, didn't I'm a lore accent or anything. Okay, I'm a lore noob. So here we go. This is this was the beginning. I have much to work on, and much is to be desired. Okay? Okay. So what you're saying is uh, this is a good time to tell you you can go to ishtar-collective.net and uh, read all of the lore on the internet for free without buying the book? Yeah, you could. Also, um, most of the time, if, if I'm getting lore, right, it's from My Name is Bife would be the British one that they're referring to. I don't know who and, you could be talking about there. <laughs> and the Australian version is a name that I'm going to be giving you very shortly. It's right here. I'm almost there. TikTok around the clock. Bazinga, bazonga, bazangi. Ah... Uh... So anyway, not off. Uh, I look forward to your critique. Thank you very much. Yeah. Actually, I can't find the dude's name. My. I already said my name was Bife. Lynn. Oh, Miley Games. That's the other one. <laughs> <laughs>
There you go. There he is. Highland Games. Yeah. So Highland Games. My name is Bife. So apparently, if you do lore and destiny, you have to start your channel with my something. That's apparently a rule. I don't know who instituted it, but it seems to be the way it is. Is it my or is it May? Is it Mailing Games? No, it's definitely Mylan. Only more Australian. Okay. <coughs> anyway, I'll try to work on my um delivery of lore. Or you better. I can get the wife to do it in her Latin no, no, accent. It's fine. Just stick with you. So, so stay tuned next week for uh, My Name is Respawn's Lore Corner. <laughs> yeah. So. Ooh, that's moving, not a bad title. Moving on to our <laughs> hot topic of this week. We had a couple of questions in our band chat from Sammy K300 and Enska. I butcher your name every time. And Caskill? That's how I pronounce it. And Caskill. So these guys are New Light players, and they were just wondering, you know, that they understand that some of us have poured a hell of a lot of hours into the game and done a lot of content. But as New Light players that have bought the expansions, there's a hell of a lot to do when trying to get legacy content and, and do the current grinds as well. Um. Sammy K says that he's done over 300 hours and he's only halfway through the first campaign because he's trying to keep pace with the current events. I can completely understand where you're coming from. It's a right. hell of a, it sounds like a hell of a lot of stuff because if you think about it, if you're starting right at the beginning and you're trying to do everything that is in Destiny 2 all in the space of three months, you're going to be completely burnt out before you even get to the next season. So... His question was, you know, with sunsetting now a thing, does he bother with some of these long ass pinnacle weapon grinds? No. Some of which I may not get around to until after their cap has been enabled. And and Cascal said the same. Yeah, he said the same. And he's, he's recently just finished the first three campaigns and he's almost done with Forsaken. He used them for Banshee Boundary Banshee Bounty Grind uh, when he doesn't feel like doing Lost Sectors. To be honest, he says that you're not missing out much in except for story and lore, other than Forsaken for the Ace of Spades, which in exotics doesn't count. He didn't even start the Osiris and Warmine until the Guardian games annoyed him, and then he went through them in no time. So we thought we'd kind of address that topic this week and, and go through the pinnacle weapons and the ritual weapons that are available and possibly still going to be available, but... yeah. Their light will be sunsetting. So Respawn's already chimed in with no, they're not uh, gonna be look, worth. I was being salty. Look, look, <laughs> I'm salty because I, I worked to get all salty. those and they're being sunset. But look, anything that light level doesn't matter, except for the oxygen that he'll get to, it's a scout rifle, except for that, all of the pinnacles that you can get are worth getting. And every one no, of them has their uses. No, they they're all good in their own way. Yes, they are. No, um, they're all good. Okay, okay. so parody. Your, your real opinion, parody. Um, my real opinion is now. I mean, I'll caveat this with I haven't gotten all of them. So respawn mm -hmm. will say you you don't know how good this and that is, and he's right. I don't. I just know from being murdered by them a thousand times. <laughs> but I mean, one thing I will say is it's definitely worth getting. You know, sort of when when you know the question was asked in our band chat, everyone basically said. Go get the recluse. If there's one thing you're going to focus on, get the recluse. That is absolutely, absolutely worth having. It's a monster in PVE. If if there's one thing you're going to grind for, 
and you use it until you can't use it anymore, that's the one to spend your time in. It, it's not a terrible long grind. It's not going to take you months and months to get done with it unless you're just, you know, stepping into Crucible day one for the first time ever. And even then, you'll get there eventually because of some of the changes they made. But a lot of, you know, a lot of these, uh, I mean, I would say, I would say to you, it's not worth your time to chase all of these down if you're not going to use them. So I'd say focus on what you want to focus on. If you're never going to go into PVP, if you're if the idea of going to competitive makes your blood crawl, your skin crawl, and your blood boil, and you're just like, no, don't don't go for the pinnacle things except for the recluse because it is just that good. Don't uh, worry about the hand cannons. If, don't if do the grenade gonna, launcher. If you're gonna get, it, if you're gonna do the it, recluse, it, you might as well get Randy's throwing knife and the sniper. Well, well, right. I mean, I'm saying, you know, let's not just jump ahead. You know, you know, you know. Focus on focus on the thing you're going to play. In. If you if you absolutely hate gambit, don't go get all the gambit weapons. So yeah, like so we'll we'll go through these one by one because yeah, there are exceptions to all of this. But I'm saying, don't waste your time if you're like, hey, I have this, I have this amount of time to play. It's getting all of these is not worth the grind to get them all and then have to go away in a year. If there's something you absolutely like, if you're not a sniper rifle player. Don't get the sniper rifle. If you're not a hand cannon person, don't grind for the hand cannons. It's not worth your return on your investment. It's not worth your time and your frustration. The hand cannons aren't worth it anyway, unless they get buffed. <laughs> no, so, I, I agree with yeah. both of you, to be honest. You, you both have really good points there. Now, I know Parody's saying that it, it, it's not worth a grind, you know, if you don't enjoy doing it. But I'm going to say I agree with Respawn. They are worth getting. And with parody i can see where you're coming from but you don't you don't necessarily need to grind for these weapons you can just pick up each quest and keep it on your character or characters you can spread them across all your different characters and some of them are character based and some of them are across your account base now i believe it's the pinnacle weapons which are character based and the ritual weapons are account based so you can pick up individual ones. So you have to be careful because uh, that was a lot of um, hoo-ha when it first started. You know, some people did X amount of things on one character and then realized that they needed to do things on another character where they would picked up the quest from. But in most cases, you can do some parts across your whole account. Yes, it's basically, you know, we're going to go through the, the quest lines of these. And if you're working through them, just look them up. And if it's, you know, complete a triumph, you're good for your account. But yeah, don't start start things on your hunter and then, you know, switch over to your warlock and play for three or four hours and go, oh, why have I made no progress toward this? Because that quest is on my hunter. So, yeah, if you're working on these, just be aware of what the steps are and what character they're on. Don't, you know, don't put an entire afternoon in thinking you've got something done only to realize you've made no progress at all. With an exception, especially when it comes to the crucible weapons, let's say you're going to go for the recluse, right? One of the steps in the recluse is you have to get your uh, crucible rank up to X number, okay? Well, that's the same requirement for all of the other crucible pinnacle weapons too, except for Not Forgot and Lunas Owl. Um, so if you're going to get one, you've already completed the requirements for most of the other ones. So that's all I'm saying. With with the Vanguard ones, they all differ. Like for the different weapons, you have to do different things within Vanguard. But yeah. for the Crucible, once you hit that rank, that hitting that rank is required for at least one of the steps for all of the Crucible Pinnacle weapons. So if you're going to grind for one, 
just a little bit more time to get the other ones while you're there. Like I That's said, if you if you pick up them. the quests, if you pick up the quests and just do them as you are playing through the normal game, you you know you'll get a drop once you've completed the quest. Don't necessarily have to grind it out at all. You can just play the game and magically do the do this quest steps at the same time. It's except some, the, some, the top. You do have to grind that song bitch out. You do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and, and yeah, and, and a lot of these. You, know, you can do more than one thing at once. And, yeah. you know, I'll say, you know, too, if you're going, if you're, I mean, we might as well get into these. So, you know, if you're going and say, we're going to start with the how, how things, you know, not worth check it. the, check the, well, I was saying, if you are, check the, you know, the gunsmith for hand cannon bounties, you know, grab your crucible bounties, you know, you know double up, triple up as many bounties. If you're going to be going and getting hand cannon kills, you know, grab as many things till at least while you're getting hand cannon kills, get more XP and break this out of those too. So mm-hmm. Luna's Howl, Solar Hand Cannon, uh, Scourge of the Crucible for a while. It has a signature perk of Magnificent Howl. After getting two headshots, you'll activate the perk, which will give you increased damage to the enemy no matter where you hit them. And increased range. Well, and that's, yeah, that's, it, it was originally... This, but that's okay, whatever. It was originally a 180 hand cannon. It's now been tuned down to a 150, but it has the recoil of the 180s. So if you do like hand cannons, it like Respawn said, it's still going to be viable in your quick play, in your even in your comp, you know, your rumble games. It's still going to be a, a gun that you may even be able to take into super, some lower form PVE activities. You know. Yeah, it, but if you're not a, if you look, if you're not a hand cannon main, that gun is not going to do you any good. The grind is ridiculous to get the gun that you're not going to use. So if you're gonna grind for something like Parody said, go for like the the recluse, the Randy's throwing knife, the the revoker. Mm-hmm. Those you're gonna use way more than you're gonna use the um, Luna's Howl. Yeah, yeah. So so Luna's Howl. There's seven steps of this quest. I'm gonna go through these real quickly, and then we can talk about them. So first, you need to complete ten crucible matches in the comp playlist. Just complete them. That's it. Once you've done that, kill 150 guardians with hand cannons in competitive. So like Respawn said, if you don't, if you're not a hand cannon person, step away right now. You need 150 guardian kills with hand cannons. After you do that, you then need to get 200 kills with on guardians with solar damage in the competitive playlist. That's then you need to just Yotun, Yotun everybody. Right, yeah, just solar damage. And then you need to get three matches in Rumble. Play three matches in Rumble. Done. Yeah. Then you need to kill 100 guardians with hand cannon precision kills in the competitive playlist. And then you reach Fabled in the comp playlist. Then you get your Luna's Hell. And to reach Fabled, it's 2100, which is the point in competitive where you can get up to without losing score. So getting to 2100 in competitive is really easy to do. That that bit is easy. You just play competitive. And as long as you are kind of winning games, you all slowly go up. If you want to go any further than that, to say get the Revoker Sniper Rifle, which I believe you have to get, or the 3,500 in the comp points, I believe. You don't have to... It's not the rank uh, 3,500 or 3,500. Yeah. It's just you have to... You could keep winning and losing once you get past 2,100. But as long as you get those points. But anyway, it's a different step. So, yeah. yeah. Caps yeah. at 21. It's quite easy to get to that <clears throat> point now. Yeah. Basically, it's a lot of hand cannon kills. If, it's, if a hand cannon isn't your thing, skip this one. Uh, not forgotten, 
more or less the same thing. It's a basically it's the better version of the Lunas Howl. The main difference is the Lunas Howl favors stability, while the Not Forgotten favors range. Its signature perk is also the Forgotten, or I'm sorry, the Magnificent Howl. Two headshots, increased damage and range, no matter where you hit the enemy. the The quest for that is basically uh, do the same thing, earn your Lunas Howl. So do everything we just said. Then go get 500 Guardian kills with the Lunas Howl in the competitive playlist, and then reach top rank of legend in the competitive playlist that's 5500 so all the way to the top yeah. in competitive where your rank goes up and down hit all the way to the top and they'll give you the not forgotten hand cannon again and unless FYI, you're a pvp god and a hand cannon <laughs> right yeah unless you're a pvp god and, and a hand cannon main just get these two the you know these are two guns i don't have and honestly never really seriously tried for either of them and to be honest, you don't. You very rarely see them in sixes. You sometimes see people with Lunas, well, not forgotten at least, in competitive. But if it's a gun that's going to be sunsetting and one that is possibly going to be outshone by something else that everybody could get, then, like Parody is saying, maybe it's not worth the grind. Or maybe yeah, and just stick really it on your bucket list. You may viable in PvP. You're not going to be using it in PvP at all. PVE, right. sorry. Blech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where a lot, where some of these will go. Yeah, you can use them in anything in the game. These are PVP guns only. That's it. Full stop. You're not going to bring them into a raid. You're not going to bring them into a high high level nightfall. You're just not going to do it unless your name is Glad. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so now that our hand cannons are over, uh, uh, so so night demon. I know respawn. Obviously, you've got the Lunas Hell, but not the Not Forgotten. Do you have one or both of these? Have you have you struggled your way through them? I've got my Lunas, yeah. I okay. was, so I was Lunas. beginning this season, I was trying to get to 5,500 in comp so that I've got that bit done of the Not Forgotten. But because of, you know, situations and things, it's my time has kind of been limited, so I've just limited what I'm actually doing to bang my head against okay. the wall in Destiny. So I haven't gone yeah. any further at the moment. But okay. it yeah. might be yeah. one that I still continue to maybe have a go at right yeah i mean these quests aren't going away it's just and, and and they aren't even getting reset at the end of the season so if you're thinking oh well, i want to start this now because the season's gonna reset you can start it and then picking you know pick up where you left off next season because it used to be they would reset at the end of the season and you had to start fresh now they've you know taken that requirement away so yeah but both of these two guns were absolute monsters in the crucible it was basically sort of like revoker is now where everybody used Luna's Howl or Not Forgotten, there was nothing else, and there was no way to compete against them. Mm. And then Bungie, you know, nerfed them a bunch of times to bring them into a sane world because you couldn't play Crucible without being just gunned down by these. And now one that everyone, you know, this this might be worth going for because again, we're at the point where hey, Redrick's broadsword, Kinetic pulse rifle, it might be it's time to shine again if those get the you know the stars align. And they become something you might want. That's what I'm so hoping. The, yeah, so the perks is your... It, it's your remake of a Redrix Claymore, which was a gun that uh, nobody uses and we don't talk about. That was a super hard grind in PvP that we won't talk about from Warmind. And then they made the Redrix Broadsword, which is one people could actually get. So its perk is Desperado, which increases the firing speed until you reload it while Outlaw is active. And the quest for this one, it's nine steps from Shax. You have to kill 100 Guardians with Pulse Rifles in the Crucible. Easy. Any Crucible. Yep, any Crucible, any Pulse Rifle. Grab your favorite. 
uh, you need to reach the, the valor rank of heroic, and that's just valor. So just play the game and you'll get there. Yeah. Quick you need play, to earn... rumble, whatever you like in that kind of easy setting. Iron ban accounts, uh, any other yeah. kind of playlists yeah. that they put up, Scorched, Mayhem accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, basically not trials, not competitive. Anything else is fair game. Oh, it still uh, you... counts in the, the other ones, but it's easier in. Oh, right. Yeah. So yeah, so so you'll need to earn seventy five double play medals. Let's get two kills. So yeah, Anything. pick your favorite favorite pick your favorite gun to kill people. You know, Yotan and Yotan. One, one says, and, and it just says earn medals. So you don't even need to get the kills. Use your super, whatever. Get get double plays. Uh, kill one hundred fifty guardians with headshots. So any gun. Yeah, pick your favorite gun you can get headshots with. Use headseeker if you need to. You know, get that done. Uh, Fifty guardians with you know. Of each subclass, so 50 solar kills, 50 void kills, 50 arc kills. So 150 kills in total, 50 of each. But that's with anything. Weapon. Grenade, sickness, weapon, yeah. super. Exactly. Pick your favorite gun, favorite loadout, go do that. And then this is one that I, like an idiot, <laughs> ground, ground through in about 36 hours because it was going to end before the season, back when that was a thing. So you need to play 25 matches in each of quick play, competitive and rumble so that's 75 games total this is the one where you get to space it out don't try to do this in 36 hours you're gonna go crazy and the 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 worst thing about that is it it does that part doesn't start until after you've done your 150 in total arc void and solar kills so it's not like you can play 25 matches and that ticks that box as well as doing earning your double play medals and your your headshot kills no you have to do each step as they come down so you've already played x amount of quick play and competitive and rumble mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, before you've you already played hundreds step. of games at this point yeah. if you're not a you know not a god at this but the one step, which is the next one, completing 20 crucible bounties is one that you should kind of hold on to for a couple of days before. So if you are, if you know you're going to get to the point of finishing the 75 matches in total, start picking up the bounties a couple of days before because you can pick up, I think it's about eight or nine, and hang on to those until you can, you're kind of, your bounties are stacked because you can just like turn them all in all at the same time and get that step done and out of the way. Yep. Yeah. And that's one, that's one, you know, finish them up, play as much as you can on a weekend or a Monday, turn everything on that Monday. When reset comes, get yourself a whole new fresh set of bounties, turn in those 20 crucible bounties. And then you just have to reset your valor rank five times in a single season, which really, if you've played this much, you will probably already have it reset a couple of times. Cause this is not something you have to do when this quest starts and you know, when this step starts. So basically just reset your valor as you come across it. If you play this much crucible, okay. Cause that's going to be on your way. You had to do mm-hmm. these in order that they came. Down. Right. That's the except for right? this one. Yeah. Cause this is the one, okay. the one they made retroactive. Cause, cause that's just a lot. That's just a ton yeah, of crucible to play to reset your entire valor rank five times in a season. And then once you've done that, uh, pick up your broadsword from Lord Shacks. And this is, yeah, like I said, this is one I've, I, I think all three of us have, have done this and gotten this gun. Yeah. I do yes. not have the gun. I'm on the part where I have to okay. uh, do the 25 of each crucible. Okay. We yeah, have the gun. Is... We've put the in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, it. and this is one, and this is, this is one where it's nice too, where this will actually enter your crucible loophole too. So even though the Desperado and Outlaw perk are fixed on the gun, you will actually get random rolls of this weapon just in your crucible loophole now. I don't know if that's changing with all the 
changes coming next season, but it, it is one you can, you can continue to get rolled on. Yeah, if it's one that's that you've unlocked, it should technically still be available in that loophole as an extra loot drop because that's what happens at the moment, isn't it? Because you've unlocked right. it, it becomes unlocked for you, just you in your personal loot pool. Right. Yeah. So, like I said, yeah, it's it's one one might be on the lookout for. It's and uh, I I I want to love it. Like it hits like a truck, and it's it's a weird gun because it shoots super slow until that Desperado perk kicks in, and then it's just like boom, 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 and then it becomes a rapid fire pulse rifle. Mm. So it's got its it's got its moment. I know Andy Andy likes it a lot, and I know you play with it a lot. Respawn or uh, Light Demon, mm. whichever one you are that has a gun that's British, people so, are hard. <laughs> The role that you get that is fixed when you pick it up from Shaxx, you get one with the Outlaw and the Desperado. You also get high-caliber rounds and uh, stability masterwork uh, with a Chamber Compensator. So you have stability of 77, range of 64, and impact of 33. But then, as we said, if you manage to proc your Desperado and your Outlaw, that, that kill time drops and the impact still stays the same. So it's pretty decent. But as Betty was saying, once it drops in your personal loot pool, you can then roll for, or, you know, turn in your tokens and get different rolls of it. And there are better rolls. So the stability I said was 77 on your original one. You can get one that has ricochet rounds on it with a polygonal rifling because they, after you've done that, you can then get ones with different barrels on. And I've got one with the polygonal rifling, the ricochet rounds, and the range master work. So I have the stability of the same as the, the one that's dropped with 77. The range is then bumped up to 73. So that's a, a 10 on the, the, the one that you get from Shaxx. So that's still pretty decent. But I thought, you know, I, I still need to go one further than that. You can still get a, a better roll. And the better roll that I found is you can get a stability of 83. And a range of 70. So that's only three less than the range master worked one, but it's got better stability on. And again, that has ricochet rounds and small bore with a stability masterwork. And you can either put something like a backup mag where you can increase your magazine size or a targeting mod or a counterbalance mod. And if you can if you can put up with the stability of 83 and the recoil direction, you don't necessarily need the uh, counterbalance mod. But maybe it's one thing that you could put on. But when you do put the counterbalance mod on, it does help with the kind of the laser point of this uh, pulse rifle. And it works at such long ranges. Like I said last week, you can shoot down somebody with hard light from just across the map. You know, they'll be trying to shoot you and you just a couple of taps and that's it. They're done. And with the increase to the damage numbers for the high impact pulse rifles, which is what this is, it's going to hopefully hit like a truck at a long range burn people down and then proc the outlaw and the desperado and it becomes an even deadlier machine at that point so it's definitely one not to sleep on and with iron banner coming up with the double xp and the triple xp weekends that's your time to then make sure that you're resetting your valor five times because like parody said it is retroactive that part of it so if you've done four times in that season just slowly playing through crucible or even like five or six times you reset it it's it's worth one to i think it's personally worth one to get you as well parody yeah uh, it's one i definitely haven't spent a lot of time with 
but I like it. And it's and if it if it finds that little little niche in, in Crucible again, it's gonna be a lot of fun to play with. So I think I think it's one worth it's worth the grind because it's not it's not so much a skill grind like like the two hand cannons absolutely a skill grind. But this is just, if you just play a lot of Crucible, you'll get there. And if it didn't cut out entirely, now it's on to uh, the Sniper Rifle that is currently the current Scourge of the Crucible and the current uh, focus of Bungie for what they're going to nerf next. The Revoker Kinetic Sniper Rifle. So the Revoker's perk is the Reversal of Fortune, which returns any missed shots back to your magazine for a short time. Only one bullet returns at a time. And now the quest so for this that one. that means, for mm-hmm. those of you that don't have it, is you fire a shot, and if you miss, you wait. And it'll give you back that round in your magazine, not in your reserves. But if you fire two shots, and they both miss, within a certain, within, I think, two to three seconds, you'll still only get one round back. So don't, don't quick fire that bad boy, because you're actually missing out if you miss your shots on getting the round back. Yeah. Yep. So the quest for this one, it's a it's a one-step quest from Shax. It has three objectives. It's uh you need to earn 3500 glory in the competitive playlist. And now this is just you have to earn it. You don't have to get up to 3500. You just have to have 3500 total. So if you're playing in playing in the competitive playlist trying to get for either the, either either your Lunas are not forgotten, or in the the recluse we'll talk about here in a second. You just have to earn it overall lifetime. So, which basically just means you will not lose any glory for this one. You just have to keep playing it and earning glory till you hit thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to kill fifty guardians with sniper rifle headshots, and then you need just to kill three hundred guardians with sniper rifles. And this is one you can do these at the same time, so you don't need to get your fifty headshots. Then get 300 kills. Yeah, this that's because this is these aren't quest steps. This is a um, this is yeah. a yeah, this one's tied to a tri- yeah, this one's tied to a triumph. triumph, triumph. So you can yeah. do them all at the same time in whatever order yeah. you want. Just yeah, so basically, and yeah, and what I was doing with this one, you know, because again, I got this not that long ago in this past, you know, in this current season, I basically found every single advanced sniper rifle perk I could put on. I had one armor set. It was the uh, ridiculous Halloween armor set because that's how I like to roll. And I put every sniper rifle perk I could into that one. And I jumped into momentum control when that was up because basically every sniper rifle one, you know, if I hit someone with a sniper rifle, I could hit his toe, his cape, he dies. So I was getting my 300 kills that way. And then, you know, basically uh, my advice for someone who's not a good sniper, go through your list, you know, use DIM, use D2 checklist, find the sniper rifle with the most aim assist on it. Put that thing that on. That would be the one from Leviathan Raid, by the way. Put all your perks on and just mow through that one. Because I was hitting headshots that, and kills that I had absolutely no business getting. <laughs> um, I actually ended up using the one from, I think the Altar of Sorrow is what I am looking for it now. Because it has some absurd, like, 80-something. Yeah, yeah, I think it was... Okay, it was the apostate sniper rifle I ended up using from the Altar of Sorrow because it has a 78 aim assist on it, which is just stupid and ridiculous. It's just it. I, I would put the reticle near someone and get the kill with all of my enhanced sniper rifle targeting and all the other perks on. So that's my advice as someone who is not a good sniper: just load yourself up with perks because they absolutely make a huge difference. 
If you can't Aside get that from the Altar of Sorrow, you can get the Beloved from the Menagerie, which has an aim assist of 68. There are also a couple of other good Crucible ones. The Supremacy has aim assist of 77. The Aikilos has 73. Distant Tumulus has aim assist of 72. Omnis and I, which is another raid sniper, has 72. And Persuader has 71. Yeah, so basically look for for something with an high aim assist, because it's going to help you out. Yeah, but the highest one, I'm trying to, I can't find the damn sniper. Yeah, Yeah, Twilight Oath, it has 70 that you can get from Dreaming City stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there are a number of sniper rivals. And yeah, if, if you're a decent sniper, don't let me tell you what to use. You already know what you're using. Pick the one you like. Pick the one you enjoy. It, it, and this one, again, it's not that hard. It's just go out and get a lot of sniper rifle kills. I I, I think this is one we all have. We all have our revokers. Yes. Yes. yes? Okay. What do you, I mean, I, I got it. I use it a few times because, I mean, again, I'm not a sniper. It's just not a gun I'm going to use it often. I mean, I like I it. It's, used it. I, I see why it's so good. Blasphemy. I actually use it. You haven't, all you haven't even put time, it on, especially in PvP. I haven't put it on. Haven't so so you 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 got it. You put it in. You put it in the display case in your in your shop, and then you just stare at it all day, right? I'm not a sniper, to be honest. And right, I mean, neither I. But I, I'm looking. My I have seven crucible kills with it. I've used it enough time to say yes. It is a sniper. It's a good sniper. It's just not what I'm going to use. Sorry. I may. I may build a, a loadout around it at some point um there are a couple of hunter builds which utilize snipers and tank cannons which i'm interested in kind of putting together just for a laugh and having a go in crucible so i might get around to it yeah if you if you're not really great with snipers um i recommend snapshot sites or quick draw um in addition to that uh if it's a legendary Go ahead and put that perk, which gives you extra aim assist. Uh, the name of it is escaping me right now. Target. Um, target acquisition. Thank you. Put target acquisition on there, as well as any target acquisition, uh, like sniper rifle targeting, advanced sniper rifle targeting, and That's what sniper aim. Yes, I'm aware. Um, but yeah, any absolutely any of those is going to help you out so much. It's also worth mentioning before we move on. Um, if you're put, if you're looking for all those mods, you're going to need void pieces. So void is the affinity you're going to want for all of your sniper rifle nonsense. So find your favorite void set, put them on there. If you're like me, if, especially if they don't match, put an ornament on so they all look the same. Like I said, I use the ridiculous Halloween one, the uh, the pandemic set, because I can easily find them in my vault in my inventory. But yeah, build yourself a set that is your sniper set. It'll make it'll make your life easier versus doing it. I, I played without it one day and noticed I wasn't hitting my shots like I should and had no right to. They make a lot of difference, especially when you stack them all on top of each other. Alone is a god. That's the name of it. Sorry, uh, Alone is a god is the highest aim assist sniper in the game. It also has a low zoom scope and um, it's got one of those perks to help it help you draw it up faster. So what's the aim assist on that one? It's like 80-something. Hold on, I gotta look it up in like GG. Okay, so that's what I was... That's one I definitely remember being killed with a lot for a while. So it's sort of that same archetype, the low zoom that the Revoker and the Beloved both have, which is why they're it's like got, yeah, 90%. Okay, yeah, snapshot size is what it is. Okay. And it's 
aim assist is 79. Okay, 79. So it okay. is the highest aim assist out of any other sniper in the game. It's got a low zoom scope and snapshot sights. So, okay, yeah. So that's that's in that in that probably trifecta right now of what Bungie is saying, hey, all these low zoom sniper rifles are the only sniper rifles being used. Thus, they're going to get targeted. So I leave it up to you, dear listener, if it's worth grinding for. I said, we've gotten it. It's it's a good sniper rifle, but it's also absolutely on the chopping block for a nerf. So, depending how hard that hits it, it may be worth your time. It may not be. And if you're not a sniper, you know, up to you. Yeah, but they're just, from what I'm told, they're just nerfing the zoom factor on it. You still get your rounds back, you know, if oh, you miss, for, for which is now. the strongest point of that game. It's it's a one shot headshot kill, no matter what, right? You can snipe somebody out of their supers with it, and if you miss, you get a bullet back. You can snipe somebody out of their supers with it. I cannot. <laughs> now, and I now we can move can, on, I, on to Respawn's favorite uh, favorite gun that you can talk about because I don't have an... I, I I think about grinding for this one periodically, and then I just go, no, I, no, I don't hate myself don't that much. You, you're just going to hurt your feelings, man. No, I, 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 I know. That's why That's why I, I'm, I'm like halfway through it. I think I've gotten like two of the three things, but no. Yeah, okay, so uh, the next one that we're talking about is called the Mountaintop Grenade Launcher, a.k.a. Mini Rocket Launcher. I say Mini Rocket Launcher because it doesn't just fire a grenade. It fires a grenade like a rocket straight ahead. There's no arch, there's no nothing, and that stupid little rocket travels ridiculously fast, okay? So, that being said, it is a phenomenal, it's the best non-heavy grenade launcher in the game. By the way, it's not a heavy, it's a primary. So, you know, yeah, okay. Wow. Yeah, it's, a, okay. it's a kinetic grenade launcher. It's a kinetic grenade launcher. Uh, the perks on it are uh, micro-missile. This weapon fires a straight line. and has massively increased projectile speed. It's got range finder. Don't know why. It also has spike grenades, but you could also trade out spike grenades for a proximity mine. So you could either shoot somebody directly or set a trap. Either one is fun. Um, excuse me. There's something else I want to discuss about it. Whatever, we'll get back to that. How do you get this? It's only two steps. And you get it from Shax. <laughs> Psych. Um, first, you have to earn Brave Rank and Competitive Playlist. Easy. Complete In the Pursuit of Honor Triumph. Which you may and... think, oh, it's just one triumph. That's not bad. Until mm-hmm. you read what it says to do. Is that what this list is? Yeah. Right after? Okay. Yeah, yeah. This, this, this laundry list he's going to read to you is the yeah. Pursuit of Honor Triumph. So don't think, oh, it's a triumph. It'll, it'll be no problem. Hmm. So, um, <laughs> damn. And this is after it was nerfed, by the way. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I forgot they nerfed the quest. And it's still this hard. <laughs> okay. So, uh, earn brave rank. We already said that. And complete in the pursuit of honor triumph. The triumph consists of these steps in no particular order earn 750 points worth of grenade launcher kills, 10 for kills and competitive, three elsewhere. Okay, so that's 75 grenade launcher kills and competitive, and then divide that by three for non competitive. Okay, uh, earn double play medals with grenade launchers. Yeah, this is and this, I think you need like 75 double play medals. Yes, I'm not mistaken. You need 75 double play medals, and people, no, it's not that high, is it? 
Uh, one of you jump on a Destiny and, and check it out was, while I'm reading through this. That's what I was just looking um, for. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 75. It was something absurd like that. It's 75 kills in competitive, right? But I think the double play medals, it was only like 15 or 20 or 30. It wasn't that high. Um, but the problem with that is you got to get two Guardians with grenade kills within a certain amount of time to get the double play medal, right? Sounds easy. It's not. Especially with a lot of these grenade launchers that bounce, <laughs> right? And bounce. and getting two people in crucible to stand together and hold hands. Really? So yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It is it is twenty five medals earned. Okay. So yeah, yeah. so it was, it was twenty five double play medals. Sorry, I just it feels like seventy five. <laughs> yeah, because it was hard. That was the part that I got stuck on. Right. So the grenade launchers you have in the game, ninety percent of them bounce. Right. And a lot of them come with concussion or blinding grenades, which gives you a really tiny blast radius on top of that. Not all of them, but some of them do. And um, it's just really hard to get two Guardians to hold hands so you can hopefully get them with a grenade launcher kill, right? Uh, and the last step is to kill three enemies within a single life with a grenade launcher. And you got to do that. 75 times that one no 75 times the because that's the kill killing three three enemies in a single life is the calculated trajectory metal mm-hmm. you have to do that 75 times i know that because i'm at 41 Ooh. of 75 so yeah so, so you you have to not only get <laughs> get 25 double kills or more in the game you have to stay alive with three grenades in a grenade launcher and get three kills without dying all of this in PvP and do that 75 times. Yeah. So, it is yeah. a this is living why, nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a very good grenade launcher. It's, I mean, I mean, it like Respawn said, it it, it's, it has a micro missile. It is a, a tiny rocket launcher. Not a grenade launcher. It is a tiny rocket launcher in your hand. Mm-hmm. I have been murdered by it many times. I, I know I'm about halfway through both of those. Both of those, you know, double kill and and get three kill steps, and I just said no. It's it's not worth, it's not worth my time. Um. So so how respawn? If you have people who are interested in it, who mm-hmm. who are PvP odds or want to hurt themselves, what any recommendations on what you should use? Absolutely. What you try to do? And actually, you guys coming at a good time, especially if you have something called the Martyr's Retribution. We didn't have that when this quest was around in the beginning, right? So the Martyr's Retribution is a grenade launcher that actually shoots a wave of fire. And that counts as a grenade kill. And it's way easier to get two Guardians standing next to each other or behind each other and killing them with that fire than it is to just straight up hit somebody with a grenade. Yeah, right? So Martyr's Retribution to that. And, and how would I only get that get gun that? was through You have to have already had it. Dawn. Right? Yeah, through Season of Dawn. If you were here through Season of Dawn and you have Martyr's Retribution... That's going to be a best bet. Yeah. If so you if don't you ha- have, if you that, have it from last season, you know, I hope you have a, a one sitting around somewhere because it's got a random roll and you can't pull it out of collections. So I hope you kept one. Right. If you don't have that, then your best bet is going to be the Iron Banner, where you can get something called uh, what's an Iron Banner? Is it the Militia's Birthright or is it Orig's Mall? That's it. Orig's Mall is going to be a grenade launcher you can get from Iron Banner. Right, the role you probably want on that is going to be proximity grenades or spike grenades, 
proximity so you can hopefully have somebody walk into it or spike grenades so that you can hit them directly and it does more damage. Um, quick draw and auto loading holster. That way you can swap from one grenade to another and it reloads itself. Okay. So that's going to be your best bet. And that's a void grenade launcher. Okay. Malicious birthright, uh, I believe you can get from the strike on the EZ with right. the taken. That's what it is. I can't remember what that strike is called. But yeah, it's, the, it's one of the random drops from that. Yeah. Right. And that is a kinetic. Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, it's a kinetic slot. It's kinetic. Room, yeah. But it takes special ammo. But the other one that you could probably use is the fighting lion. lion. Fighting lion, yeah. The fighting lion, which is an energy weapon, void, but it takes primary ammo. So when you start a round in PvP, you get about eight rounds in the magazine, don't you? Something well, like you, that. You get eight. You get eight bullets to basically fire off. If you actually really desperately want to go for the grenade launcher, triple loadout of grenade launchers. Momentum control, I hear, is quite a good one to use because literally everything one shots. So as long as you're kind of sneaky with trying to get three kills before you get one shotted, you could right. possibly do it like that. Um, yeah, if, and the, if you're going to go the for the militia's birthright, though, that comes with random rolls. It's not a static roll. The rolls you want on that are either going to be snapshot or auto loading holster. Um, quick draw for your second slot. Uh, third slot's probably going to be spike grenades or proximity, and then whatever your last slot's going to be. Right? Just yeah. make sure you don't get concu concussion or blinding. Reason for that is concussion grenades and blinding grenades have a tiny little bitty micro blast radius, and if you don't directly hit somebody, and even if you do directly hit somebody, it's not going to result in a one hit kill. Okay. Yeah. You're not getting the kill. You're just going to blind or concuss them. And it's, right. it's worth mentioning too. The fighting lion is an exotic. And it does have the problem, or I say problem, perk of uh, your grenade projectiles will bounce off surfaces. So you right. hold it to fire and you release it to detonate. So if you're trying to shoot them at people, they're going to bounce all over the place. And uh, if you want to be real scummy, you can grab the colony, which is another exotic grenade launcher that has, well, that has yeah, little spider robots. Because its perk is the weapons grenades are insectoid robots that chase targets and explode close to them. Now, they're sort of insectoid robots that are a little drunk. They don't do a great job chasing if there's cover or walls, but they do a pretty good job if you're out in the open of chasing people down. So mm -hmm. if, you're looking, if you're looking for those double kills or those, uh, you know, calculated trajectory three kills in a life, that might help you out a little bit if you're able to get some heavy ammo. That's a good one for Mayhem, if you're going into Mayhem, because heavy's up quite a lot in that. So take your colony into that one. And again, be a little bit more sneaky camp the heavy with heavy and see who comes in yeah grab yourself a tiny right. in a bubble somewhere safe right. <laughs> so i i did this with the lot out of a crappy malicious birthright a good orwig small and the spider bot gun that's what got me my mountaintop took a while oh. but i got it yeah yeah so if, if you want to um knock yourself out one third of us have it so yeah, we'll we'll go from the gun that uh, we don't recommend you waste your time to get because you're just going to hate yourself to the gun that you is are gonna absolutely hate yourself, worth but your time. The gun is definitely worth it. I'm not yeah. going to lie, but you it could sucks, do it. But it's worth it. You could do it like Parody and I are doing it. We are slowly doing it, and when we remember to put on grenade launchers and maybe get three kills in a row, this weapon will drop at some point, maybe in the next couple of seasons, and we may put it on in PvP. We may not. 
but it's one that's it's slowly being worked on. It's not one yeah. that we're grinding to get. No, not at all. But the recluse. Ooh. Yes, the recluse is a gun that we will tell you right now. If if you've listened to the rest of these and gone, eh, this is the one to pay attention to. This is the one you should get. It's worth your time, and it's not terrible. Not a and terrible grind, I should PC, say. It is the best thing on PC because it's a freaking laser beam before you put on any submachine gun mods or or perks. By itself, on PC, it is a monster. That's all I'm saying. The Recluse is your void submachine gun. Sits in the lovely, you know, in that nice energy weapon slot. And its perk is the Master of Arms. Whenever you get a kill with any weapon, including the Recluse itself, the Recluse gets a timed damage buff when you switch to it. Now, this gun also, again, was one of the... Bungie had a whole thing where they would put out these PvP weapons that would just take over the world, and they had to nerf them. Initially, you also got basically, it would give you the buff to your damage where it basically made any body shot do the same as a crit shot. So they took that off. They they nerfed this weapon a little bit, but it's still very, very powerful. Partially before that Master of Arms perk, you, you get a, you get a do damage with any weapon, any of your other weapons, switch back to that recluse. It gets a buff to damage as well as just mowing people down with the recluse. It doesn't still do extra damage. It just doesn't do critical levels of extra damage on body right. shots. Right. Yeah, exactly. Damage. Yeah. It does extra damage. It doesn't do like catastrophic world ending extra damage. Because again, this is one of those things you saw in the Crucible before they nerfed it, where you just saw the recluse from across the map and you were dead. Because by the time you even thought about doing anything, they'd already murdered you with it. Yeah. So the the step the step to this one is from again our buddy Lord Shacked with one step with only two objectives. You have to win matches in the crucible, and that's about 20 wins in competitive or about hundred wins in quick play. So again, if you're working on your rhetoric, working on something else, win matches counts toward this. And then you have to reach the fabled rank in the competitive playlist, and that's the twenty one hundred. And that's as Nineteen Ben said, basically the point where you don't lose any rank getting to twenty one hundred. And when you first start out, the game sort of tries to help you figure out how good a player you are. So it sort of, you know, plays with the matchmaking. Like I said, this this one, honestly, I was able to get to 2100 and Fabled when the last season started after they made that change in about an afternoon, about six or seven hours of play. And and I and that was winning 60% of my games at best. You know, I already had the wins. I just needed the the rank. And this is, again, one you can pick up, work with it over time. You don't have to go out and, you know, win 100 quick play matches or 20 cruise, you know, competitive matches in a day. Pick it up, work through it at some point. It's a monster of a gun, and more importantly, it's a monster of a gun in PvE activities. It's just a great void really submachine gun. But there is a caveat. There is a caveat that's going to be coming up very, very soon. One of the best things about this gun is it has feeding frenzy. So after any kill you have an instantaneous reload. And I mean instantaneous. Feeding Frenzy is about to get a nerf. So the reload speed that you get with Feeding Frenzy is going to increase with the number of kills that you get before having to reload. So Feeding Frenzy is going to take a nerf. Overall, that is going to affect this gun, but it's still a really, really good void submachine gun. And it's partially good because it comes with a range master, work, you know, the master of arms perk, which is a special perk, feeding frenzy, ricochet rounds for more range and stability, and polygonal rifling, which gives you more stability. Which, like Respawn said, it's a laser beam. It's a vo- it's a void laser beam that reloads quickly and murders everything in its path. Oh God, does it? 
and yeah so pair it with a like a primary weapon that has the there's a mod that you can put on your weapons that once the magazine is empty on a weapon you can quickly swap to the next uh weapon oh, that's so you could get sling some something sling um quick, quick access sling that one swap weapons much faster for a short duration after yeah. emptying the magazine so yeah you can put quick access sling on a primary weapon once you get a kill with it empty that magazine and then swap over to your recluse you've got that extra damage and you can burn through the next person that's trying to charge you down mm-hmm. yeah and so it's again. a legendary you can add things that increase your magazine size perhaps yes you can yeah yeah that's the thing that's worth mentioning about all these these are all legendary None of these are exotics. These are all legendaries. You can pair them with your favorite exotic if you've decided to grind for any of them. So so I think that sort of goes... I think we're sort of in agreement. The Recluse is absolutely worth your time. Revoker and Redrix could be worth your time, depending on your playstyle and what you think. Mountaintop, Lunas, and uh, Not Forgotten. If you're a PvP... If you really like PvP or if you want to hurt yourself, they may be worth your time. Right. But this next one, though, is absolutely worth your time. I put it up there with the recluse. Yeah. yeah so now you say, you say that. So, you've so, got so to people... think about this from a sunsetting perspective with the weapons that we we're talking about. The weapons that we've mm-hmm. talked about for Crucible will still be viable in PvP, not for like the, the high things like Trials and Iron Banner, but in right. regular PvP, those weapons will still do what those weapons were built to do which is burn people down, snipe people in the head, just destroy. So that's why I was saying, you know, if you want to slowly grind out those weapons, they are genuinely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, each one has its own play style. They are worth getting regardless of the sun setting. Yeah, yeah, it is worth reiterating. The PvP, unless you're an Iron Banner, unless you're in Trials, is not light specific. So it doesn't matter what light level of stuff you go in with. You can still go in with even after the sun setting and enjoy it. I go in with weapons all the time that aren't, you know, a thousand level or 900 level because it just doesn't matter. You can go in and murder people. If you're doing end game content, it matters. If you're doing anything else in PvP, it doesn't. And now our, P- our PvE folks can tune back in because we're about to move into PvE land. If you've, you've gone to sleep going, oh yeah, PvP grinds, I'm never going to do that. Looking at you, Pan. <laughs> I think that that's the ultimate thing, isn't it? If you enjoy the game, just enjoy Ooh. the game. Just if if that's what you want to do and get those weapons, regardless of whether they're being sunset or not, and you're enjoying the game, just get them. Yeah. If it if you're never going to play PvP, don't bother with any of these because you're never going to play PvP. It's yeah. all about the enjoyment. Yep. Well, we have another PvP one later, but. Can't tell them yet. No spoiling. Because now we're now we're moving on to blue screen 42's Drifter Corner and talking about some Gambit Pinnacle weapons. Twenty one percent. I think has grinded through these. Mm. So it is a fast firing light machine gun, but it's it's legendary perk. It's called Killing Tally. And kills increase this weapon's damage until it is stowed or reloaded. And you can put a massive magazine on this bad boy. It comes in the magazine 200 rounds. But that can go up to like something. Don't make it up. 
Tell people the can't remember what it goes up to. I'd have I'd have to open the game and do it. But anyway, that magazine can go higher if you add a, a magazine part. It also comes with overflow. Picking up special or heavy ammo reloads this weapon to beyond normal capacity. I think I've gotten the 21% delirium up to 387 rounds in the magazine. I think is the highest I've gotten it to. Again, so, the management take no responsibility for respawn's output of truth or lies. Point is, you can put a lot of bullets in this magazine. Definitely over 300. Right, so killing tally stacks Again, up three times, yeah. and it increases the damage. Confirm or deny that. I can absolutely so, confirm. It so the twenty-one percent, hundred percent confirmed. I can I can confirm it because the twenty-one percent delirium comes with the magazine size two hundred, and the overflow perk more or less gives it double what that can hold. So you can hold about four hundred bullets in that. Now you're never going to see because you're already shooting them because you're already using your <laughs> killing tally, which is basically rampage. You can put a and huge number never of bullets into this gun. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, so this gun comes with uh, polygonal rifling for stability, with extended mag, which we've already talked about, and gives you, you know, a decrease to reload speed, but you won't matter because you're never reloading this gun. It gives you the overflow, which, you know, picking up heavier special ammo, reloads this magazine beyond its normal capacity, which about doubles it overall. And, you know, the killing tally, which is... A, a rampage that never goes away, which you can then put something like a rampage spec into, and it comes with a masterwork stability. So it's a stable, fast firing arc death machine. If you looked at the sweet business and said, "What if it could shoot faster and more?" Did you arc? say it comes with a stability masterwork? Did you say that already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. But but let's not let let's not glance over the fact that overflow gives a heavy weapon. Ammo from special ammo breaks. Mm -hmm. Special or heavy. Overflow. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, like I said, Overflow is the best perk in this game. Fight it's me. Absolutely it's absolutely amazing. It's the best perk in this game. I love it. I want I, it on everything. And you pair it with Killing Tally, which is, which is freaking Rampage that doesn't go away until you reload or stow this weapon. And if you're picking up special or heavy ammo bricks, you never have to reload. Which, as we've discussed, it breaks your immersion. You don't reload. <laughs> so, so now that we've told people, you know, I, I think we've made our point clear. Get this gun; it's worth it. How does one go about acquiring this lovely uh, twenty-one percent delirium? Say, get this gun; it's worth it. But sunsetting, remember, is this gun going to be viable past the sunsetting? Yes, because it can shoot fast enough to shoot through the sunsetting back to when it was relevant again. <laughs> Yeah, no, this gun is definitely going to be fun in any activity where light level is a factor. Not a factor, you mean? That's what I said, where light level is not a factor. Mm -hmm. Anyway, how do you get it? You reset your infamy rank. You get 75 multi-kills of five or more with a machine gun, I think. And you have to defeat envoys and primevals. I think it's 30 total. Uh, it's not here in front of me. I'd have to go look it up, but I can't because I already have the weapon. But it's probably one of the easiest guns to get as far as grinding goes, and you have to do it within Gambit. So yeah. it, it, it's basically Gambit. it's basically play a lot of Gambit. Yeah, so you you just need seventy five multi kills. That's it. Don't be within. Just just kill things of five or more of five or more. Right, of multiple times. Yeah, just get a lot of yeah seventy five multi kills of five or more in Gambit. So. Lay waste to people, get your favorite super, get your favorite gun, 
Uh, you have to kill primevils and envoys. Again, play Gambit and reset your infamy rank. If you want to make it quick, wait for one of those weeks where they put the infamy rank, the infamy, you know, double infamy, triple infamy, burn through that fairly quickly. Oh, yeah. It's it's not a bad grind. It's a phenomenal gun. Even after the sun setting, it's, it's, just, it's just a fun gun to play with. And you can take it into anything. You just run around with patrol, doing public events. It doesn't. It doesn't need to be a you know end game activity. You're just sending tons of bullets into something, and you can giggle while you're doing it, and it just makes you smile. So why yeah, would you the not best part about it is 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 the killing tally. You kill two red bars or three red bars, and you've got max damage forever. <laughs> Against all the other red bars. That's right. In bosses, it, it does definitely have more bullets than well everybody bosses. else, don't you? Yeah. Duda. Duda. And you can compare that with the Titans Actium War Rigs so you extra never have to reload. Yeah, we we don't believe in reloading. <laughs> so we've gone the from only an time I'll be happy you know, about a Titan exotic. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay, you heard here. Respawn <laughs> is endorsing a Titan exotic with this weapon, so you know it's good. <laughs> So now we've gone from the absolute, you know, must buy, must have stonks are rising to the, uh, we'll say a gun that's had some issues over its lifetime. Yes. Good old, good old breakneck, which I know we've covered in depth on the show before, but I will let Respawn tell you all about breakneck and what it can do, what it can't do and why it's just going to hurt your, hurt your heart. So when it first came out, it was the best auto rifle you could get, right? What it does is um, it has Rampage on there, but it also has this thing that I'll be telling you here in just a second. Ouch. Onslaught. Onslaught, yes. And Onslaught pairs directly with your stacks of Rampage, right? What Onslaught does is this weapon's rate of fire increases with each stack of Rampage that you get. Sounds really good on paper, except... It decreases the damage that you do per round as it speeds up. Now, when it first came out, it fired fast enough and did enough damage that that didn't matter. But after a certain machine gun, I'm, I'm sorry, auto rifle nerfs here and there, it's become really buggy and really iffy, uh, meaning like sometimes whenever you would spin up, you'd get stuck at two stacks and you wouldn't get the third because if you got to the third, you actually did less damage than if you just kept it at one or two stacks. Really buggy gun. But on paper, it's phenomenal. So you have Onslaught paired with Rampage, and then you can put a Rampage spec on there to keep your Rampage stacks up even higher. Very fun auto rifle to use when it works as intended, which I don't believe right now it does. It's still buggy right now. Yes, no? I honestly haven't really gone back to it. Got it, but I've sort of left it by the wayside because it's just not worth fighting with the gun to do what I wanted to do. Right. So um, if if it works as intended, it's definitely worth getting. Um, it comes with an extended mag to give you 34 rounds in the magazine. You could put a um, uh, an extended mag perk on there, which I can't remember what the hell's damn thing is called. But it'll increase it up to 40 rounds. But again, eh. And then it's got polygonal rifling for stability, and it's a precision frame auto rifle. Uh, I also yeah. have to say it is a 450 round base speed auto rifle. And then at max speed, it's 750, I think. Because it goes 450, 600, 750. 720. I'm pretty sure. 720. There you go. 
So at max speed, 720. Um, it also has a masterwork for range. So overall, if it's working as intended, Breakneck is a very good gun to get. Probably one of the best auto rifles you can get in the game. But I but, think as of right now, it's not really worth it. It's yeah. going to be a PvE gun. It's going to still be good in Gambit, I guess. Because mm. Gambit is yeah. like whatever, isn't it? It's only the invaders that you need to be the highlight to take out. Yeah, right, um, yeah. yeah. Gambit's about speed killing too. And the fact that it you know, it ramps up the speed, you know, helps when you're trying to clear ad clear ad mobs. But yeah, it's it's, it's not a top tier weapon. And it's not anymore. In a, yeah. Yeah, and it's definitely in a weird place with the you know, it, it's it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um the steps to get this, if you choose to do so, are all gonna be in Gambit Prime. Kill 500 enemies with the auto rifles. Kill 100 enemies with no, no, the auto it, rifle. It, you can do Gambit, Gambit or Gambit. Yeah, yeah, you just have to what, play some what? version of Gambit. Gambit or Gambit Prime. Yeah, in Gambit. Who cares? Just one of them. Pick them. Um, kill 500 enemies with auto rifles. 100 enemies said, but... with auto rifle. Multi-kill. Kill 150 challenging enemies. That's... Does that mean just yellow bar? Or does that mean like... Yes. Whatever. Okay. Kill 150 yellow bars with it, or and complete 40 gambit matches. Overall, not too difficult to do. Yeah, it's, it's just play. Really. It's play a lot of gambit, get a lot of auto rifle kills. So basically, throw an auto rifle on, play a bunch of gambit, work on your 21% delirium and your breakneck at the same time if you're interested. Even if you're not interested, throw an auto rifle on anyway. And I mean, I think it's you know, it's it's. I don't know if it's worth like you know, if you're gonna play gambit, enjoy it. Grind it out anyway. It's not going to hurt anything. But you're also going to end up with a Hazard of the Cast auto rifle, which is... No, you're not. The... What? It's no, being it's... sunset, remember? Right, it's being sunset, but it's also something that can drop in the, in the loot pool that is... No. No? Oh, no. right, no, the two. Okay, take, take it all back. Never mind. <laughs> that, so I, think, I think what he's trying to say is if you're going to grind for it passively, great, but do not yeah. go out of your way to get this gun. Yeah, if you're playing a bunch of Gambit and working on your 21% delirium, which you should do, why not? It's not going to hurt anything, but uh, yeah, don't go out of your way unless you're just like murdering people with auto rifles, and who doesn't love that? Right. If you are a hunter who plays at being Robin Hood, then I recommend the Hush. Okay, it is a solar bow you get from Gambit. Okay? Um, let me go ahead and pull the weapon up so I can give you all the details while they're doing this. Yeah. So it is a um, it's a legendary bow, just like everything else. Its legendary perk is called Archer's Gambit. Hip fire precision hits. I emphasize hits, not kills. Grant a massive draw speed bonus for a short duration. Now its draw time is already six eighty four, which isn't bad for a bow. But when you proc Archer's Gambit, it brings it down to around three hundred draw time which is about a third of a second. So you can fire off three max damage arrows in a second when you proc it. Um, it also comes with opening shot, improved accuracy and range on the opening shot of an attack. Straight fletching uh, increases accuracy. You got natural string, which increases accuracy, accuracy, stability, and handling. And it is a precision frame bow with a precision masterwork. Okay. So with the opening um, shot, 
and possibly the buff to hip fire next season. Mm-hmm. This might be a good one for Crucible. It is absolutely phenomenal for Crucible, especially if you put freehand grip on this bow. I cannot okay. emphasize how good freehand grip is on this bow. Your target reticule is 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 not even a circle. It's damn near a dot when you hip fire this thing. It is so accurate when you when you hip fire this thing. Really good bow to get. Even if it's getting sunsetted, I would still get it, like he's saying, because it's really good for PvP. Because you can fire off two arrows relatively quickly and kill a guardian before they can retaliate at a distance. So okay. that's my opinion. Next weapon is oh, sorry. Uh, how do well, you get it? Yeah, how do you get this? You, you you've talked it up. So how do, how do the good people get this gun or bow? Right, not gun. So it is a single step consisting of three parts. It is one thousand kills with a bow. To do this, heavily, heavily, heavily recommend Trinity Goal inside Gambit for this part and the next part. Why Trinity Ghoul? Not Le Monarch? Not Le Monarch. Trinity Ghoul. So why the Trinity Ghoul? The Trinity Ghoul because you fire three arrows, and if you get a precision kill, those three arrows become electrified. And what that means is it will hit an AOE field of damage, killing multiple red bar adds with one shot, even if you don't hit an enemy. You can shoot the three arrows at the ground, and the arc lightning chains between the three arrows. So the further you are, and especially if you hip fire, the greater the distance between these three arrows and the greater the AOE damage field is going to be. So I have cleared entire mobs of red bar enemies with one arrow. One. Nice. So that's why I'm saying Trinity Ghoul for red bar kills. That'll get you your thousand kills very quickly. For the 500 precision kills, you'll get that passively as you're getting the um, the Trinity Ghoul kills. Because like I said, you have to get a, a precision kill to proc the lightning bow or the lightning arrows, right? Um, so you should already have the 500 precision by the time you're done with the 1,000 kills. If not, then at this point, I would probably switch to Lemonarch because it will absolutely kill anything with one shot. And if you don't like Lemonarch, there's also the the Wish Ender bow, which will also one shot any red bar. And it's some a, yellow. These bar. are exotic bows, aren't they? You're talking about. Yes, yes, they are. Um, and earn gamut medals. That's any gamut medal. What I do mm-hmm. whenever I was doing this is get five moats, deposit first before anybody else. That's a medal right there. Get as many kills as you can without dying. That's potentially three medals because you get a medal after. What is it? 10, 25, and 50 kills without dying, I believe. I'll have to go back and double check that. Yeah. And that's another three medals right there. Yeah. Pop your roaming super, take out an entire side. You'll get a medal for that. There's, you know, play the game, you'll get medals. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Again, if if you're getting a a thousand kills, you're going to get your medals on your way there. Exactly. So um, you can use legendary bows to get this. I'm not telling you not to. There's some really great legendary bows out there. But if you want to do this efficiently, Trinity Ghoul is going to get you the biggest bulk of kills at once than any other bow in the game by far. It's not even a contest. 
And how does one get the Trinity goal if they're looking at you and going, what's the Trinity goal? And I actually don't remember. It, it, it's an exotic bow. I think you can get it from an exotic Ingram. Um, other than that, I don't remember how the hell I got the Trinity goal because I got it when it first came out <laughs> some odd years ago, man. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, you're right. I mean, it does come from exotic Ingram. Uh, play the game, hope for the best. Uh, go to Zur and buy his Ingram if it is one you're looking for and this sounds interesting to you. You can also go for the Le Monarch, which does the poison damage as one of the things from the um, the Forges. And uh, they've all changed the quest on how to get that one, so um, do whatever the Drifter tells you to do. We, well, I mean, you've got Arsenic Bite that will be available from the, the World Loophole. And you can also go to Ada One down in the basement of the tower and actually pick up a bow frame to then charge in the forges if you're going for a specific bow. So if you do need a bow to get that part of the quest done, you can do that as well. And there. if you're a hunter, which you should all be, I shouldn't have to ask that question, but if you're a hunter, Oathkeeper is going to be your best friend while you're getting this because you can hold the arrow back indefinitely with the max damage on it and that's for trinity ghoul that's for wish ender and lumenarch because mm-hmm. those you have to pull it back and release at a certain point in time to get the maximum damage and the benefits of its particular perks but Oathkeeper, you can bypass that and just hold it indefinitely and still get all the perks from holding it at full draw so there you go so moving on because i think we we all decided that hush may be a good one to keep Delightful! Vanguard Pinnacle Weapons. We have the Loaded Question Arc Fusion Rifle. And the perk for this one is the Loaded Question perk is Reservoir Burst. If the magazine is full, Loaded Question Shot deals bonus damage and all enemies that are killed explode. Now, this is this was quite good when it first came out for doing the Crown of Sorrow raid. This was one that a lot of raid groups were saying, you've got to take this in because this one shots the yellow bar knights that we need to take out really quickly, as long as you've got like full ammo in there. So for a PvE standpoint, it's quite good. But to get this magazine up to full in PvP is quite a task. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying it's quite a task to run around and keep picking up all the, the green ammo before you can get a one shot kind of high damage with the the explosion the quest for it is a single step with three objectives and you pick it up from zavala you can complete these in strikes or nightfalls so you've got to complete 40 strikes kill a thousand enemies with arc damage or any arc damage whatsoever weapons or supers kill 500 enemies with fusion rifles so find an arc fusion rifle there's main ingredient i believe is an arc fusion rifle which is in the world loop pool 500 enemies with an arc fusion you've only got then another 500 kills left to go bish bash bosh done if you've got your wizard rebuke laying around that might do the same thing for you is it going to be worth it for pvp and pve maybe gambit possibly it's very good in Gambit, especially if you're clearing blockers. That's This is one that I, honestly, I kind of forgot it was a, a pinnacle weapon. It's one I just, I, I did it 
a million years ago when it came out, and it's one I continue to use in Gambit because it's just vicious for clearing ads, for clearing the blockers. I really enjoy this weapon. I think it's worth it's worth going for because again, you're 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 probably not going to bring into raids and and you know end game pinnacle activity content. But if you're playing Gambit, just playing Strikes, whatever, it's absolutely loads of fun to watch. It is, it. and it works well with itself. The best way to utilize this weapon at its full potential is because it also comes with auto loading holster, right? So you fire off the first round and then swap to a different weapon, do some damage on an enemy, and then swap back. It's at full magazine again, so you get that extra damage shot again, and then you just swap back and forth. As long as you have more than five rounds in your reserve, that gun, every time you bring it out, it's going to have that that extra damage shot without you having to actually take the time to reload it because it does have a very long reload time. So mm-hmm. utilize the full auto, I'm sorry, the auto loading holster on this bad boy for maximum effect. But it's one of those ones that you can just pick up the quest from Zavala and just play your 40 strikes as and when. And when the rotation comes up for art, you are slowly doing the kills. Just remember to put on a fusion rifle while you're doing it. And you'll slowly knock out those 500 kills. Yeah. And slowly get the weapon. Easy weapon to get. It's one you can do just by playing the game. And it's, it's worth having. Okay. And on to the one that's not worth having. And this one is the Oxygen SR3 Solar Scout Rifle. The perk talk about this. on this not-so-bad boy <laughs> is Meganura. Uh, each precision hit stacks Meganura, and precision kills consume the buff to create an enhanced dragonfly explosion. Don't get excited. It sounds really good on paper, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, the explosion is actually huge. I will I give it that. I don't think the this gun has is, ever reached its potential, to be honest. No, no it hasn't. No. But if you want to go for it, the single step three objective quest is available from Zavala. Again, you can complete these in strikes or nightfalls. Thousand precision kills, generate 500 orbs of light, and complete strikes or nightfalls. Nightfalls award more progress. So, again, it's one of the ones, if you've got it in your quest tab, you'll pick it up. You'll manage to get the 500 orbs easy. You'll get precision kills easy. Fish bash drafts, done again. But not maybe worth having as yet. It may be if scout rifles get touched in PvP, it may be a good one to take into sixes. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You put freaking dragonfly spec on this bad boy, that's going to be dirty. It's going to be absolutely dirty. Yeah. I mean, take it in and see what you see what you feel. It's a free weapon. It's what also you've got to remember from these weapons that do drop. They come masterworked. So even if you don't want them, that is seven enhancement cores free of charge for just playing the game for each weapon you. Twenty one if you do it on each character. Yes, because yeah, we're still on. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, all these you can do per character. Yeah, we haven't got yeah, per character, yes. Yep. Which so, also find you have to grind all of these steps on each character. Yeah. Longer yeah. than others. But no, so, I mean, um, on paper, this gun looks so good. It's a 180 scout rifle, Meganora, Dragonfly, put a Dragonfly spec on there, accurized rounds, polygonal rifling, precision frame with a range masterwork. This gun looks beautiful on paper, man. Why does it suck? I don't get it. 
Yeah, it's it's like the 19 percent. It's just one that never lives up to, up to its potential. Mm-hmm. And I won't talk about it anymore because again, if, if it's going to be Sunset Two, it's worth it for the cores, maybe. But yeah, as as a weapon, as a scout rifle, you've got better options. It's not worth your time. Again, if if you're going to play strikes, pick it up. You know, it's not a hard grind at all. No. You know, it, it's worth doing just to break it down. Just to, you know, if you want to put it in your collection, but. It, I, I wouldn't go out of your way for this one at all. Right. But one we that are. might be good. Why? And worth going out of your way for. It's going to be the Wendigo GL3 Arc Drum Grenade Launcher. Why well, is that going to be good? It. I will tell you in just a second. <laughs> are you not reading from the notes? Yeah, like You don't it, have all the perks on the notes. You just have the main perk. Alright, so it comes with so Explosive Light. Picking up an orb of light loads Wendigo with a bonus damage grenade. It can carry up to six explosive light grenades at a time. Now, what this means is, you know how sometimes you walk over an orb of light, you can't pick it up if you have full super? This gun will pick up an orb of light no matter what. It does not care if your super is full or not. So this weapon allows you to take advantage of a lot of things where picking up an orb of light does X thing. Because we have a bunch of things you can add to your armor that, you know give you benefits if you pick up orbs of light, whether you regenerate health, whether you get this faster, whether you get that faster, whatever. This weapon helps you get those faster, even if your super's full. So that's a bonus to this gun, right off the bat. The other thing is explosive light increases damage to your grenades, not just the damage to the grenades, but also the blast radius of your grenades. And they blind. Right? So they blind automatically. You have blinding grenades, which gives you itty bitty blast radius. But that's only if you're firing the grenades as they are without light. When you add light to this grenade, that little bitty blinding grenade radius becomes huge and does extra damage for the first six rounds that you have, assuming you've picked up six orbs of light. Does heavy, heavy damage. It used to be the go-to for boss damage, but now with spike grenades and full cord, we have other options out there. But Wendigo GL3, if you don't have anything with spike grenades and full cord, I recommend getting it because at least for the first six rounds, you're going to do hella damage to whatever you hit and blind it and whatever happens to be standing around it. So how do you get it? You get it by letting me catch my breath very quick. (coughs) Um, 1,500 enemies have to be killed with any grenade launcher. Heavy, primary, secondary, doesn't matter. Any grenade launcher, 1,500 kills. Um, you also have to earn 500 grenade launcher multi-kills. And then earn points by killing enemies with grenade launchers. Dying sets progress back. So if you've killed five enemies and then you die, you lose some of that progress. So, but you can die. only do these in the playlist strike list. You can't go into Nightfalls and do these. You have to do it in the strike playlist. Right. So go into strikes, kill things, don't die. Mm-hmm. And this, you can, you can actually probably get this probably in a day, huh? If you if you have the um, fighting line as your primary, because the fighting line you never run out of ammo. Because any kill you get with that thing drops ammo for that thing. And then a secondary grenade launcher, and then a heavy grenade launcher, and you could probably clear this out in a day, I would guess. I don't remember how long it took me to get mine, but it wasn't long. But yeah. is this going to yep. be viable for PvP, PvE? 
is it going to be one that we want to keep around? If you don't have anything with spike grenades and full court, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. It, it might be worth grinding, yeah, for that or for the cores. Um, I'm looking at mine. It's still sitting at 750 light, so clearly I forgot mine existed. <laughs> <laughs> but but the nice thing about all three of these vanguards is none of, like, the grind, yeah, it, it it's a lot of go play strikes and nightfalls, but it's not anything crazy. It's go play strikes and nightfalls with a particular gun. I think they're, I mean, if, if you're going to play the game and you enjoy the strikes and nightfalls, they're it's worth getting all three of them just to have, if nothing else, to break down. The loaded questions in the Wendigo are worth having to use. The oxygen is is not, and with the sun setting, isn't ever going to be. But it's also yeah, not. I still use mine. Mine's at one thousand three lights, so I still use mine every Why? now and again. Why? Why? You. Oh, huh? oh, 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 oh! Your your Wendigo, not your oxygen. Oh no! <laughs> no yeah. The Wendigo, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, the window goes worth like today. I got lost in my vault, but yeah. Yeah, the Vanguard ones, it's worth doing. They aren't terrible. You know, terrible. Yeah, to, like, what do you mean for white? Because it's good. So now we switch over to ritual weapons. So these are the ones that are the account based. Yeah. So you can pick up the quest on any character and it will count across all characters. So you can't get triple drops on this one, unfortunately. So, so why are these ritual and the other ones pinnacle? What what happened in between those? Yeah, we went to Shudderkeep, and uh, Eris Morn told us that we had to have rituals of everything. <laughs> no, there is a difference. There's an actual difference. A rituals are easier to acquire than pinnacles are, and also uh, pinnacles have one set roll period. That's it. You're done. Ritual weapons have two perks you can choose from. They're always static, but you can choose between one and the other. And I believe it was, they were made easier because they were part of the seals that you had to get these weapons to then acquire the seal, weren't they? So for the first couple of seasons, we had to get unlock the Crucible, the Vanguard and the Gambit weapons, the ritual weapons, to then unlock the seals for each season. So the Undying, the uh, the Worthy seal, things like that, you had to have completed these parts of the the ritual quests yeah and, and the other big thing was for these were they went from this was the point where bungie said these pinnacle weapons are just so good basically everything except for you know the basically all the pvp weapons went through a point where they nerfed them all sometimes more than once because they were just game-breakingly good weapons the ritual weapons they said we're going to give you good weapons are going to be you know curated have some good roles to them but they're not going to be so vastly powerful. They're not going to change the entire sandbox and the way everybody's playing. So they're still good weapons and worth getting, but they're not absolute god tier. You use this or nothing. They, they aren't basically... Pinnacle weapons in Destiny 2 were basically the Galahorn of Destiny 1. You had Galahorn or you were kicked out of raids. That was the only thing you could use. Mm. The originals, I said, we want to make powerful things, but not so powerful that it is, you know, after their namesake, the pinnacle of every activity. The recluse, the Luna's Howl. That was the only thing you could use. A revoker, right? That's it. Yeah. And again, these are guns, but yeah, easier to get and worth your time, but they aren't absolutely game-breaking, so they're not going to be on the chopping block for nerfs. At least it's not. <laughs> well, they, they are still going to be sunsetted. Say that? They're still going to be sunsetted because these are Shadow Keep ritual weapons. So these were literally last year September, October time, 
and we will start with the edgewise machine gun so to unlock the edgewise players will need to complete a quest a loud racket the first step in the quest is to head towards the tower at commander zavala under the pursuits tab he's got a new quest called the loud racket and the first part of the quest is called first impressions there are three goals a thousand machine gun kills 1500 solar kills and 10,000 points scored all of these must be completed in strike playlist the good news is that you can earn both points in normal strikes as well as nightfalls so that was some good for, for the last goal scoring 10,000 points the quickest way to get this done is defeat enemies in more difficult strikes playing through the hardest nightfall the nightfall ordeal is possibly the best method however the easiest method would be to use the older nightfall playlist and this weapon had as one was saying selectable perks that you could have on the weapons so in slot one you had feeding frenzy and field prep and slot two you had a choice of demolitionist or rampage and i believe the the most popular one is feeding frenzy rampage for this one now is uh, um, let's quickly go through these because i think you is know, it we, though because yeah. demolitionist is what i use on mine to always have a grenade handy always have a grenade handy do we think this is going to be one for pve pvp going forward uh yeah yeah and again going back to demolitionist no, right you, what does that we're do? talking i'm still talking about sunsetting weapons the these weapons yeah. will be sunset the light will be held back they're not going to be worth putting into pve situations unless it's gambit is it going to be one that you're going to want to yeah. use in pvp yeah I would still okay. say so. Response is yes. Parody, you say? Parody's having a stroke because he's looking at his and uh, it doesn't have selectable perks on it. Yeah, but you're, lo you're, you're looking, looking at, at it in the app. Him. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Thank you. You actually, actually have to look in the right. game. Yeah, right. I'm looking at it through dim. Am I going? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, so... Sorry. I think um, it's still going to be viable. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot yeah, parody. Sorry. I mean, edgewise, <laughs> uh, go get the 21% delirium instead. It's, I mean, it, it's a solo machine gun. It's not bad, but it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Rampage Feeding, feeding Frenzy, it's it's fun, but I feel like we're going to have better options. And it's, I mean, it's, it's one to get if you're going to play strikes anyway, especially if you're going to double up and get, get some of these other things, but it's not one I'm going to love. I think about going forward, yeah, really. It, it goes back to the whole, you don't have to reload this gun, right? Because killing things with this gun gives you grenade energy. Uh, I honestly you think that you're forgetting grenade, about the whole sunsetting thing. With if, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about one of the reasons why it's good. Just it's good now. No, but you shush me. It's but good even now, if but sunsetting. Other stuff, it would still be good oh because God. as soon as you throw that grenade, it refills your magazine automatic, automatically. But so again, it's it's another one of those you never have to reload. You kill stuff. You kill Moving grenade, on to the next grenade. weapon, we have Randy's throwing knife, which is the scout rifle. So, as I said, this can be unlocked by completing the quest Reconnaissance by Fire, which is received by Lord Shax in the tower. And to complete this quest, players are going to need to fulfill the following objectives in Crucible. Score final blows with scout rifles and earn 2100 glory. So that's the competitive playlist. And defeat enemies and earn medals. Again, if you're going for things like the Recluse, the Revoker, you're going to knock up to the 2100 in glory and just use a scout rifle. There are some really good scout rifles I could name, the Black Scorpion. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going the to say. Exotic, the exotic one. 
Nobody uses Mido anymore. The Polaris yeah. fans. I did to get this gun. You better believe I did. I didn't. Black I did, especially Wait, especially in, in the game mode where one shot kills anything. Yeah, Mida is God. Yeah, okay. So you, you can, as, as Respawn alluded to, momentum control is a very good one to go and get those final blows with scout rifles because any scout rifle, high or low impact, will still one shot people. So you can get this mm-hmm. one. The perk slots are rapid hit or snapshot sights. And then slot two is kill clip or zen moment. And you can pair whichever you like with this. It's it's a good gun. It I recommend it for PvP. It's still Absolutely. gonna be good in sixes, it's still gonna be good in rumble, it's still gonna be good in three v three in competitive. So I'd I'd recommend go and get this one. Respawn yeah. says yes. Parody says Absolutely. If if you had a Patreon Lost Causes after last season that had the full auto on it, and you said, this is a pretty good gun. I kind of like this. It hits hard. It shoots fast. This is a better version of that. Take that Patreon Lost Causes, throw it in the trash, go out and get this one. It's phenomenal. It's quick. It's great. It is worth doing. Wait for momentum control to come up, because otherwise you're going to hate yourself. But momentum control makes you go much quicker. Yeah, and do, we, do we know if yeah. that's forward into uh is that part of our our rotating playlist going forward have they said if momentum control is a thing we're going to continue to have they haven't said it isn't happening so so we're going to assume it is so yeah my advice yeah wait for momentum control one shot kill it 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 makes your life so much easier but if not yeah jump in 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 your scout rifles if the playlists are to be believed I believe that momentum control will be the first week of the new season. So June 9th will be the first week and it will have momentum control in it. Yeah, I, so I disagree with parody on one thing. Do oh, not throw you... away patron of lost causes because patron of lost causes yeah. is better at long ranges than Randy's is. Yeah. Don't really Especially throw it away. You have because full it's auto and explosive yeah. payload. That's a phenomenal freaking patron of lost causes. <laughs> don't oh, throw yeah. that away. Use that uh, yeah. to get Randy's. Moving on, Exit Strategy is a kinetic submachine gun which can be unlocked by completing the quest Clean Getaway, which requires players to complete a series of objectives in Gambit. Another one for you below. So visit the Drifter to pick up the quest, and here are the requirements that you'll need to hit to complete the Clean Getaway. And 150 multi-kills with submachine guns. Easy. 125 medals. Easy. And earn points. Risk runner all the way, baby. Make sure that it's an arc gambit thing. Literally, nearly everything kind of shoots you or hits you with arc. You've got the thrall hitting you with arc scratches. You've got the fallen hitting you with their arc guns. I think even the 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 cabal sometimes witches, even arc. witches hit you with arc. Which is yeah, which is risk runner. Amazing gun. If you can get the risk runner, I, th- I believe it's uh, one of the quests that you do when you initially start the game. Pretty sure if, they hand you the risk runner. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, I believe Banshee has the quest that you can pick up from him at yes. the tower. And that for, gives you the gun. And, and it gives you the gun the at the end of the quest. Board. It's the it's the one where you travel back to the old um, Cosmodrome and you have to blow up the walker. That quest is the start of getting the risk runner. I because I, I've completed it, even though I've got the risk runner on one of my characters, and thinking, Oh, this is quite a new thing, jumping back through the old um 
wall of the Cosmodrome. And then at the end, it suddenly gave me a risk runner on, on this dead body. And I was like, hang on a minute. I've, I've done the risk runner part of this, but this is obviously something new for like Shadowkeep. So yeah, it's that one at the Banshee Gunsmith. Do we think exit strategy is one to keep for PvE, PvP? Um, Some people put it up there with the Recluse. I personally disagree, but there's a lot of YouTubers that say it's on par with the Recluse. So, personal preference. Guess who forgot it was a gun in the game until just now, even though he had grinded out for it. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't Uh, haven't used it either, so... Yeah, can't can't really say. I have I've apparently killed 367 enemies with it. So apparently I've used it at some point, but clearly not memorably enough to recommend it. Yeah. So um, the- it's definitely one that's for gamut. It's got it's got surrounded on it as a perk with an SMG. It's clearly a gambit weapon. If you're if you play it and, and enjoy it. And that's the only reason I would use it is surrounded with surrounded spec paired with threat detector. Yeah. yeah no, you can shoot through a bunch of red bars with that gun. Yeah, it's one of these, it's very situational for Gambit. Other than that, it's the one thing I'll say is it's later in the season, so it'll be sunset later. So maybe because no, it's not, it's a, a oh, oh it's, keep, it's a Shadow King bomb so right, with everything else. So yep. eh, strike that. It's again, if you're playing Gambit, pick it up. It's not hard. I could Other see, that, like you were saying, with the Recluse, it, it could be very good in pvp you've got a choice of either underdog or threat detector on the first perk slot and then surrounded or swashbuckler so if you're a titan and you're running around shoulder charging and you get a melee and you've meleeed one of the people and there's three of them standing there if you've got something like underdog on with swashbuckler you've got the five times damage or threat detector and you've got more damage and more handling with the swashbuckler or even surrounded yeah it may be one for Titans to use. Yeah, it, it's really good for CQC. And and what's great about this particular submachine gun is its recoil is very easy to handle because it doesn't jump to the left or the right. It, it actually goes pretty vertical. So as long as you hold down on the stick, you can keep it on target at a pretty okay distance. Okay, yeah. so we, I think we voted to keep that one then. Yeah, the recoil yeah. direct recluse is 100. So it's directly up and down, totally vertical recoil. Yeah, and this one's 97. So, yeah. Yeah, so. So, moving on to Season of Dawn ritual weapons, we have the Komodo 4FR, which is the linear fusion rifle that can pick up by completing a series of quests in PvP. So, it's called Heart of the Dragon. Uh, You have to earn 125 linear fusion rifle final blows and 15 linear fusion rifle. precision final blows and reach glory rank of heroic so the glory rank if you're doing some of the other ones you'll hit that the one of the best i'd say linear fusion rifles to use is the arbalist which is an exotic primary that you can get um everybody you don't have to then rely on getting heavy every round to get the your linear fusion rifles um perks are no distractions or moving target and slot two you have eye of the storm or box breathing you've already said no hunter master race parody yeah I pass. i've enjoyed taking it into gambit and using it as sort of a sniper when i'm invading or screwing around with that but it's i haven't really played with you it you have snipers for that that you don't have to charge up <laughs> yeah but i don't know i like to feel this one more it's more fun um okay. it, 
I, I got it, but it's just sort of I got it to have. I just, uh, yeah, passed. It's. I mean, it's it, again. If you're going for all the other things, it's worth it, I guess. If you don't have the arbalist, don't bother because just having to get up heavy and get those, yeah. you know, fusion rifle, linear fusion rifle kills, it's not worth your time. And it takes up a heavy slot. I mean, you have something that's trying to be a sniper rifle while it's a fusion rifle, and it takes up a heavy slot. I mean, it's, it's in a bad place. I just. I find, to be honest, I find there are better roles of the Crooked Fang. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, it's it's whatever. Don't go out of your way, but if you're on the Glorine for the... Have the Herbalist, knock yourself out. <laughs> Next, we have the Gambit weapon, the Python. This is the legendary special shotgun, which can be earned by completing a series of objectives in Gambit. So this one is called Get Closer, and once you've grabbed the quest from the Drifter, you'll have to do 500 shotgun final blows, 150 shotgun close range final blows, and reach infamy rank heroic. Pretty easy. Um, perks are, slot one, we have Overflow, one of Parody's favorites, Feeding Frenzy. Slot two, we have Shield Disorient, or One-Two Punch. Yay or nay? Is this a keeper? Yes! Or not? You already absolutely. know what I'm going to say. Yeah, absolutely. It yeah. has overflow. It's shotgun with an overflow. What's not to love? Yeah. Okay. So, what do you pair with your overflow? Do you pair it with shield disorient or one-two punch? One-two punch. Yeah, that's why I have all mine too. Okay. Because again, and I'm. Do you use this in PvP or do you use this in Gambit? No, this is a crap PvP gun. Yeah. It's not good in PvP. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a gambit or PVE weapon because it's got a lot of impact and not a lot of anything else. So you can yeah. kill people if you walk right up to them, but you'd be much better off with the shotguns with some range to it. Yeah, it bumps when you when overflow is procked, it bumps your magazine from four to seven or eight, and you can get even higher if you add the um the Back. backup mag. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then on top of that, you got one two punch, right? So for the stubborn yellow bars that just aren't dying. <laughs> One two punch, right? Come on. Yeah, yeah and you can put the extended mag on it, get up to five, it'll overflow to about ten. So yeah, you can you can unload into something. It's definitely the ritual weapons are definitely other than Randy's, which is great everywhere, sort of built for the thing that they were you know designed for. This is very much a gambit close quarters thing. It's not a PvP gun at all. Okay. Um I haven't used it. I've got it. I'll just have to take you two's words for it. And then we have the buzzard, which is the legendary sidearm. And you again, Zavala has this quest, anything that moves. Once you have it, you have to complete the following steps and sidearm final blows, 50 sidearm airborne final blows, which work if you just stand on a box and shoot down and points in the Vanguard Strike playlist. And the perks are outlaw or fourth times a charm. Slot two, we have Osmosis or Swashbuckler. Again, is this a keeper or a binner? It's Do a you have last hope? If you have last hope, no. If you don't have last hope, yes. I keep it solely because it has Osmosis. And it hits hard. And I don't know, I just, something about the gun this season, I really enjoyed running around with. I, I think it was probably, sure. I could put the anti-barrier on it. I could put the the osmosis on i could do the damage of whatever subclass i was on i really enjoyed it is it is it one i mean i'd say get it because it took me i think i blinked and i had this done 
Like it, it, it's yeah. not. Even, I can't call it a grind. It's a, a brisk afternoon stroll through some strikes. Yeah, it it's is, worth yeah. going for just to have. It's it's yeah. It's it's worth it. I, I enjoy it. I think it's a lot of fun. Is it Endgame? It, it's really good if you don't have a last hope. I mean, it's got eighty nine aim assist. The recoil direction is completely vertical. Plus, you compare it with Outlaw Swashbuckler or Osmosis and Fourth Times the Charm. And it's got a fifteen round base magazine. That is huge for a sidearm that single shots. You know? Yeah, I mean, I've seen quite a few people in PvP. You know, there's a lot of YouTubers that actually use it to great advantage. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't kind of got around to using it yet. If like, like I said, if you have a last hope, last hope can come with really great roles that make it just really outperform um, Buzzard, right? But if yeah. you don't have one of those roles and you just want to have a primary that can be any element, Buzzard at the very it, look, Buzzard is unique if nothing else. There's no other sidearm that can roll with this combination of like osmosis and fourth time. I think, pretty okay. sure. Um, so if anything, it's unique. I would, I have it just because it's unique, but I still use my last hope over this. Personal oh. preference. Yeah, it's it, it, it's worth it for the again the brisk stro- the brisk stroll of a what you do to get it. It's fun for the uniqueness. That also said, it's a sidearm. If you don't play with sidearms and don't care about sidearms. Don't go out of your way to get it. And the final one that I didn't put on the list, which was the Iron Banner uh, bow that we got, the uh, point of the stag from this season that's um, just gone. Um, it's got a couple of good perks on it. Um, this, it was a quest that you had to do in Iron Banner, which was kind of just do Iron Banner stuff, get kills, get you know captures and that you had to do it alongside the grind of getting your armor so yeah um i forgot to look up the perks but the ones that i've got that are selected on my one at the moment are no distractions and vocal weapon i believe that it had you can also roll with eye of the storm with verbal weapon or eye of the storm and the no distractions or archer's tempo and it came with natural clutching and an elastic string which I can't tell you about because I also got the bow and uh, haven't used it. <laughs> so I'm not sure about that one as yet. It's too kind of close to call whether that one's a good one to to go. I mean, well, look what you it's can't really with. go for it now. It, it, it may be a drop next season in the loot pool for Iron Banner along with some of the other weapons. Yeah, if if you're a bow user and respawn can correct me when I'm wrong, but it may be one of the few legendary bows that are still gonna be at the loop pool going forward, because we're losing a lot of them with the sun setting. Until and, they... and that's what I was gonna say, is if you have the uh I brain farted. Thank arsenic you. If bite. you have the arsenic bite, arsenic bite is better on in almost every way than this is, right? But if arsenic bite goes away and I didn't pay attention to know that arsenic bite is not then... going away. Then no, this is not a weapon that's going to be better than the arsenic bite. Is it good mm-hmm. to get just to get? Yeah, it's not bad with no distractions and vorpal weapon. Um, that's not bad for a combination. But overall, damage wise, almost anything you get on the arsenic bite is going to do more damage. So, and and the arsenic bite is going to have faster than a six eighty four draw time, which is what this one has. So okay, again, you know. It, I I got I got it because it's a bow, yeah. And I wanted to try it out, but I wouldn't. If it was a hard grind, I would say no. 
but it's not a hard grind. So, it, you know, get it if you can, if it yeah. drops somewhere, somehow, sometime. Yeah, it's one that if you're, if you're going to play Iron Banner and it comes back next season, go for it. If you don't play Iron Banner and don't touch PvP, don't go out of your way to, to get it. Yeah. If you're not a bow user and this is going to be the bow to see whether or not you like bows, don't. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is not going to be the best bow if you're beginning on bows. Sorry, it's, it's just not. Well, just for some reference, I mean, I've, I've gone, gone through and written down all of the dates. So for Forsaken, which was two years ago now, which was season four, you had the Redrick's Broadsword, the Lunas Howl, and the Not Forgotten. So that was season of the Outlaw, which was the 5th of September to December 4th, 2018. Then we had season five, which was season of the Forge, which is the 4th of December, 2018 which had your mountaintop, loaded question, and breakneck. And that ran to um, May, f- May 5th. Yeah, that was a about long one. May. Yeah, that was a long one. So, yeah, that ran till May 5th. Then we had season six, which was season of the Drifter. So May 5th to June 4th, which was 2019. And you had your recluse oxygen SR3 and your 21% delirium. Season 7, which was season of Opulence, which was June 4th, 2019, to the 1st of October, because we had that extended month, 2019, which was your Wendigo GL3, your Revoca, and your Hush. And then we hit Season of Undying, which was Season 8, which was the 1st of October, 2019, to December 10th, 2019, which had your Randy's Throwing Knife, the Exit Strategy, and your Edgewise. And then... We had Season 9, Season of Dawn, which was December 10th, 2019 to March 9th, sorry, March 9th, 2020. And you had your Python, your Komodo, and your Buzzard. So literally everything up to Season 8. So Python, Komodo, and the Buzzard aren't being sunsetted in Season 12, which is starting September. But literally everything else before that will be capped or you'll see a cap for it uh, next season, starting June 9th. So they'll still be viable for the next three months at light level to take into PvE content. But starting in September, season 12, those weapons will be going away. And Fluffy Pup did um, have an image credit on one of Houndish's videos where he did a nice little list of what's actually going away. So that was season one, which was vanilla D2. Season 2, which was Curse of Osiris. Season 3, which was Warmind and Solstice of Heroes 2018. Uh, season 4, which was, the, like I said, Season of the Outlaw. And Festival of the Lost 2018. Um, season 5, you also had The Dawning and Crimson Days. Season 6, you had The Revelry. Season 7, you had Solstice of Heroes 2019. And then Season 8, you had Shadowkeep, Season of Undying, and Festival of the Lost 2019. So all of those things are going to be sunsetted. So that's weapons and I'm guessing armor as well. So, but we'll see come next month what those specific things are. Burn them all down. Goodbye. <laughs> On with the new. <laughs> and with that, uh, I'll let 19 get a drink and rest his voice for a hot second because it's time for tips, guides, builds in sweet British accents. I'm going to quickly run through these guys because I'm, I'm quite aware that we've run for quite a long time today. So we have a few tips, tricks, guides, and builds this week. 
Cheese Forever has a couple of ones. He has an incendiary cheese for Tree of the Probabilities Nightfall Ordeal Grand Master. And they've worked out that if you use explosive payload and explosive rounds on kinetic hand cannons or kinetic weapons, you can bypass the shields on match game enemies in Nightfalls. So that's one to watch because uh, he'll explain it a little bit better than me. He also has one for despawning enemies in the Infinite Forest. So this is a cheese for the Tree of Probabilities Grandmaster Nightfall. And there's a trick to where you walk to then despawn the, the, the branches as you're going through the forest to then not have to fight as many enemies. Quite interesting. Then Jarv has the must-have weapons for Season 11. Basically, it's, you know, does what it says on the tin. I know we covered most of them last week and we gave our opinions, but, you know, Jarv gives his opinions on what weapons to look out for. Then he has a video on the ultimate prep guide for next season. And this covers basically using up your warmind bits if you're still looking at what to do with those. I know you are blue. You were saying, what the hell do I do with all of these? Stacking bounties, you know, weeklies first, as I was explaining to Respawn earlier. Uh, weapons to look out for and XP bonus. He also has one for a ghost overlay, which um, Parody posted in our chat, I think it was last night. But Jarvis actually put a video out on how to get a ghost overlay for your Xbox game bar, which can you can use literally just on laptop, desktop. If you've got Destiny Light Manager in the background, if you're using it with your Xbox, you can pull up your game bar and it will track all your pursuits, all your bounties. Uh, it's got more things to come, but I'll let Jarv explain that. Um, you can also use it as an overlay on your PC as well. So one for you, Respawn. Yo. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Crazy Mr. Pips has a couple of really cool builds and a breakdown of what to look out for stat-wise on armor. And it's not necessarily looking out for 62, 65 rolls of armor, but it's looking out for specific rolls of armor that will help build your character for double and triple stats. And what we're talking about here is that literally having 10 mobility, 10 recovery, 10 resilience, you know, things like that, or 10 in your super, 10 recovery, 10 mobility. You can put these builds together and using mods to triple stack your characters to have maxed out stats in three areas. It's, you know, it's not static. And uh, Crazy Mr. Pips has a, an explanation of what to kind of look out for in this video. It's really, really informative, really worth a watch. And MyFi also has the kind of guide to high armor stat rolls. So that's two to watch if you're looking to kind of build uh, for whatever, really, PvE, PvP. Um, these guys can explain it better than we can. Right. Saying that, Crazy Mr. Pips also has a PvP Hunter Super Energy Regeneration build, which utilizes the Raju's Harness. And with this build, he has 100 mobility, 100 recovery, and 100 in his super. And he's also looking to kind of slowly put in different armor pieces to then build up his recovery. But, you know, that's as and when. He uses the Middle Tree Arc Strider, and he can get three supers in a trials match. So you imagine that they are very quick and, and quick paced matches and very short. He can get three supers in trials. 
So it's worth a watch. He also um, has a go with playing with a Rat King. So Shin Malfa, last week we had an email with a Rat King build and talking about how good it is. So Rat King is an exotic sidearm, which when you get a kill and reload, you can turn invisible. And that's no matter what class or character you're on. But it's quite good on a hunter. Uh, where are we? Do, do, do. He also has a build for a warlock called the Soul Master. Again, triple stats. Middle Tree Stormcaller, Getaway Artist, Gauntlet, which have the enhanced mini arc buddies. So that's a really cool build. And then he has one, uh, again, another triple stat build for Endgame Titan. So this is mobility, resilience, and grenades using the Saitan's ramparts uh, so you can shoot through your barricade with Middle Tree Striker. So three really, really good builds for triple stats. And then we have, is 100% recovery necessary? Drewski's going to done a breakdown video on why, or maybe why not, 100% recovery is not necessary, or is it necessary? Worth a watch. And he's also done another one on how to improve in-air accuracy and performance. Uh, Ascendant Nomad has a couple of cool Crucible videos for you to check out. Now, the first one is 10 tips in under 10 minutes to improve your Crucible skills, basically. It's, it's another one of these ones to watch to kind of get used to maybe getting better in Crucible. Uh, tips on you know positioning like we were saying before respawn with you know where you where you take a corner and things like that but in that video he mentions a two second rule and from that because a lot of his viewers said what you know could you explain a little bit more about this two second rule he's then gone ahead and made a second video on the two second rule which then breaks down into maybe a half a second in trials because it's something you kind of need to be on the fly Again, a really, really good video. And he shows you, he uses his friend's account because I think his friend was a little bit lower skill. So he wanted to kind of drop down into the bracket of just normal 6v6. And he shows you just playing along with the general flow of the game with the rest of you know the team. And then he shows you his two-second rule and how he then utilized. And I believe he gets something like a 40 three percent uh kd by just changing what he's doing in the in the crucible match to this two second rule that he talks about really really interesting to watch uh, another one to do with uh, resilience and recovery why resilience counters pvp autos and shotguns and this one's been put together by diocide again another good reason why you may want to kind of stack your resilience to possibly 10 or even eight or nine depends um to go and check out and we did get another email from shin malfa i will quickly go through where did i put that that's not you put it in the chat so yeah he said you know heard the shout out guys thanks so much for taking the time out to mention the strategy i've played destiny since the d1 beta on xbox i mainly play on pc now but have no problem playing on xbox besides the field of view you three have one of the best Destiny podcasts online. Oh, thanks, buddy. Because if we can compare you guys to others like Fireteam Chat, it's like watching the news versus having to sit down with some old friends. Anyway, the point, the point I gave you, you know, the fun build to play with now, I'll give you another build for PvP so you can channel your inner mouth. It's bigger on my screen. I can read it if you need me to. 
I'm just saying, all right, no, go fine. for it. No, it's fine. Right. Got, no, let's just, <laughs> just no, we're swabbing. So, so, so just if parody. off with just the dynamo and distribution on your cape. No, the weapons no. you need are going to be the last word and the Look, okay, beloved. start again. Start, start again, then just start through. again. Start again from PvP any solo subclass. Go on, start there. <laughs> PvP is where you use this. Any of the solo subclasses with a mobility of 90 so that you can keep those dodges coming. This pays off with dynamo and distribution on your cape. The weapons you need are going to be the last word, the beloved with snapshot and moving target, and whatever heavy fits your fancy. Personally, I like swords. He's I said that, not him. Um, Here comes the fun part. Wait for it. Lucky pants. Slap these bad boys on and throw on a sniper dex to hot swap to your sniper to that gold and black deathbringer and watch them fall. Quick tip to first time last word users. It's full auto. When you single fire it, it seems to not work as well. Try getting them in the sights and then just hold that trigger down. Thanks again, guys. Yours, not mine. Shin Malfur. Also, keep in mind. Hip firing after the nerf is definitely the better way to use the um, the last word, even if you're on PC. And hip fire grip is about to get a buff, so even more reason to hip fire the last word. We also have uh, a comment from Gavin Kiesel. One of you guys want to read that? I, I love this comment. This is another one of was he listening, trying to listen to the Destiny Two soundtrack, and accidentally clicked on us by accident. <laughs> This yeah, was definitely um, this was definitely an accident. Yeah. So his his review is yeah, it's the best thing I've read all week. I cannot deal with podcasts, but this one is so good and it helped me do some quests. I was bored and searched Destiny 2 on Spotify and clicked on it. And I listened to so many episodes, by the way, Hunters for the Win. Gavin Kiesel. So oh, it's definitely uh, yes. so so yeah, I've learned that that people are going to Spotify and stumbling across us, which is phenomenal, as they should. <laughs> and uh hunters love spawn so good job hunters no he didn't say he loves respawn. he just said hunters for the win i he didn't he did mention respawn. yeah but, but, but you 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 know you know the hunters you know them those hunter people i mean come on <laughs> you know what they're here but for some good news i don't know if y'all saw this <laughs> but when you google us um if you if you already search for destiny 2 stuff it'll show up as the fourth link down if you don't Google Destiny 2 stuff before and you just like Google uh, two time, or Destiny 2 podcasts, we are the 14th link down on page one on Google. Just saying. That's because nobody else has called us. Yeah. I don't People care. love us. No. That, that's how Google works, Respawn. If you, you type no, in you... two titans and a hunter, this is no, what you get. You... <laughs> I said if you type in Destiny 2 podcast. We're the 14th link down. Not two Titans and a Hunter. Destiny 2 podcasts. 14th link down. I'm sorry, I'm we not have in charge made of Google. I can't page make one top spot. on Google. Well, okay. I'm not saying that you are. So I'm just saying one. that we have made page one on Google. That's something to be proud of, dude. One through 13, we're coming for you. And with that, thank you for joining right. us. Your Titans are parody of night demon. Your hunters, no one responds in real life. You can email the show as you find people have at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can follow the show on Instagram at instagram.com slash two titans and a hunter and on Facebook as well. 
If you join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party, you can find all your favorite Guardians on Xbox Live, Respawn on PC, and I'd even very sneakily on Stadia. You can Sometimes. watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, especially if you're searching for other things, Destiny 2, and everywhere fine podcasts can be sought out. So remember, kids, finish your season of the shotguns, get your Fell Winters, get your Fourth Horseman. You're going to need shotguns going forward. And also pick up your prospectors. And with that, folks, say goodbye to our other Titan and our Hunter. What one? Last words gonna be coming up again, guys. If y'all didn't know, because Hipfire Grip is gonna get a buff, and what's got Hipfire Grip on it? Do 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 do. That's right. Do 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 do. Last word. Do 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 do. Last word. Do 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 do. That's right. Do 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 do. Last word. Do 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 do. Last word. Do 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 do. So that's gonna be even deadlier coming up in the next patch. Do 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 do. Yeah. Radio. Google.